I mean, it makes you no sense. You almost sound like the father of that kid that got caught raping the unconscious girl did. and was saying... What? Yeah. Wow. That, uh, that, that was actually my thing. That he, I you have that exactly. He wrote a letter to the judge. You sound like your man's playing. He wrote a letter to the <laughs> judge saying that he attorney. should not ruin this kid's life. Hold on, hold on. I didn't get that at all, just so you feel better. All right. What up, Home Slices? How you doing? I know, it's been a minute, it's been a minute, but I'm getting back into the groove in 2018 here, going ahead and catching up on some podcast episodes, at least editing them. And man, I tell you what, that's a freaking beast. But yeah, we got another episode here for you of the Exchanges Podcast in conjunction with the Current Issues Discussion Meetup Group based out of Atlanta, or at least just outside the perimeter. And man, I got a good show for you this time around. Let's see here. This nice apple pie of a conversation, we spend a good hour and a half discussing one of the biggest issues, at least of, uh, I want to say the latter part of 2017, all the way up until now. We're going to talk about sexual assault, sexual harassment, and politicians. Just kind of the, I guess, sexual dynamic between men and women in American society in general. And this is a passionate, meaty conversation. I love this one so much. And it took me so long to go ahead and edit this one because in the background, man, so you already know we go ahead and record in a public place. And I like the atmospheric tones of it. But sometimes some stuff in the background that's going on is just so hard to edit out. Uh, this time around, in a few places, it sounded like there was maybe some tribal drums going on in the background. It's really, really slight. And if you listen to podcasts and kind of surround sound, you know, um, some good headphones, you're going to hear it. But if you got the small earbuds or the mono headphones, I think I did a good enough job of canceling a lot of it out. But some of it is still there. This conversation is so good that... <sighs> There were just some sections I didn't want to cut out, just didn't want to do it. Because even though the kind of drumming was going on in the background, what people had to say on the whole sexual assault and sexual harassment issue was so good. And uh, we got into, a, like I said, a pretty passionate debate on it. As you heard in the in the little uh, teaser at the beginning of this um, recording here, the apple pie is the politicians and sexual assault. And then uh, some ice cream for dessert here. Uh, the last hour, we go into conspiracy talk. We talk about everything from 9-11 to Hitler's skull to interdimensional aliens. So, uh, <laughs> the latter part of this conversation is just as good, even if it's in a completely different realm of conversation. I loved everything that everybody had to say in this conversation, per usual. Thank you, David, Angie, Savannah, Helene, Matt, Kwaku, Lawrence. All of you guys for going ahead and showing up for this conversation. You guys are my regulars, and I love talking with you folks. Also, yeah, if you're in the Atlanta area and uh, you're free on a Tuesday night, I know who free, who's free on a Tuesday night except us weirdos, but if you're free on a Tuesday night, feel free to go ahead and drop by our meetup. It is a current issues discussion group on meetup.com. Also, you can go ahead and find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Um, you're able to go to our website and use the player to listen to this episode um, from, I guess, any website or, or any page. It's an independent player that kind of pops up. Let's see, where else are we at? Oh, we're on Google Play also. Did I say we're on iTunes? Yeah, hit us up on iTunes. We're definitely on there too. And our listenership is steadily growing. I mean, we're still ranked in the bottom uh, 
ten millionth, we'll go ahead and say, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Getting a few people from around the world going ahead and listening to this. And all of you who are returned to this uh, podcast, thank you so much for your support. I really, really appreciate your ear. And uh, we have a ton of good ones coming up here. I have a long laundry list of uh, conversations we need to go ahead and get to. And I have, <laughs> I have three already done and recorded and in the queue. So stay tuned. But, um, all right, I think I'm getting pretty good at shortening these uh, intros here. You know what, let let me just stop talking now. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's roll. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that Angela Merkel was in uh, power since 2005. No, I did not know that. I'm sorry, Four terms. Yeah, four terms, and just perpetually, just over and over and over again. Is there a limit on um, in Germany? No, not what? there yet. They've had three chancellors in like thirty-five years. Or something. Wow, so, yeah, that's not super stable. Yeah, we had a four-term president once with Roosevelt. That's true. That was when we decided, hey, wait a minute, let's stop this now. Yeah, the, the opposition party was like, we ain't going to do that anymore, guys. Uh-huh. Y'all going to have to wrap it up after uh-huh. two. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a war, they can... Uh, I guess they can even go ahead and... Uh, I think if it's a war, they can... Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's all the president or can suspend the Constitution and just be president for the entirety of the war. Wow. Which makes me worried about this president. I yeah. That's why he's calling him Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, you know we're in deep trouble when that if that, that ever arrives or comes around where like uh, you get Donald Trump on the mic saying, Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and um, suspend this for a while and Oh god. Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did someone say just now that Trump indicated he wasn't interested in the second term? Did you say that? He's made indications, but he's he said it, and then he's uncommitted the the topic. Yeah, you know, Whenever he ran, yeah. he claimed that he was going to be a one-term president because he had no actual intentions of going forward. Right now, the fundraising for the 2020 election yeah, of yeah. Pence the next day it is uh, is being kept separate mm-hmm. from Trump in case things go down. <laughs> And Trump either can't or won't yeah. run in 2020. So yes, he is registered right now. There's still the possibility that he goes back to his campaign. Who knows with Trump, right? Yeah. I honestly feel like he wanted to be president so he could win. And now he yeah. won. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Agree. And He didn't want to be president. He just wanted to win. Yeah. 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 And now <laughs> he, he might, he might lose. You know, right. Maybe he's afraid of losing this time, so he's just going to stick with his best whenever and then Right. Yeah, sure. Cut his I this is boring. Right. I don't know, man. There's been these issues are more complicated than I yeah. thought. Yeah. This is a little more. Yeah. But he sits to make like if he succeeds in getting through this tax bill and is able to get rid of the estate tax, then that will establish a lot more it. money for the Trump Empire for generations and generations. Yeah, so overall, he's still He's won. still making money off he's of all this stuff if he's able to put four generations yeah. and generations of the next people <coughs> power. Yeah. So if well, that... So if I was to take away the estate tax, in order to reenact it, the Democratic Party would have to get control of 
that Republicans have right now, where you have the House, the Senate, and the White House. With the way that gerrymandering works, and it's up for debate in Supreme Court, there's zero chance of the Republican Party losing control of the Senate. They might lose control of the House. They probably will lose control of the House. That'll just that's nothing to do with Trump and everything to do with the party that has the president always loses control of the House at midterm elections. So. I'm still in disbelief. Really? <laughs> she hadn't even gotten over first I time. It's only been a year. It's only been a year. Yeah. It's been I, a year. It, see, I'm one of the few people that it makes complete sense to me. We we have slowing economic growth. We have a distrust of Congress. We have a guy who comes in, says he's a total outside player, not a politician. Yeah, but he also says he's a woman by the pussy. Yeah. Nobody and, cares about that. Also Look oh, at, they're caring about well, stuff that doesn't now. Make sense. Yeah, they're they're, they they're kind of, him. but there's still the recourse that we let Clinton, who never mind the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, in the 70s, Billy we've got a Ray woman who said Jones that yeah. he was, he raped her, and then Hillary Clinton came in and told her, listen, we appreciate what you do for the president, grabs her by the shoulder and says, you understand, we appreciate everything you've done for the president, implying that she would strong on her if she was to report the rape. And I believe that. I can see that. So you it's rapist versus rapist, yeah, absolutely. So wait, who said that? Uh, what's her name? Paula Jones? Jones? Paula Jones? Uh, no, it's no, not it Paula Jones. Her name starts with B. Finding the name. It's a recent thing because it's been brought up because the Democrats are going to have to decide all right, were we just wrong on our support of Hillary Clinton, who Juanita Broderick, uh, she, in the 70s, it was said that Clinton raped her, and that, those are her words, actually raped. And he was governor. And at the time, he was not governor. He was, uh, I forgot his title at the time, but he was not governor. Uh, and Clinton, who was a very powerful lawyer at the time, basically threatened her at a party and told her that we appreciate everything you do and came up to her privately and told her that if you bring this to court we're going to destroy you. So basically Hillary wasn't this innocent in that case. She knew that it happened and threatened this woman with major legal action that she couldn't afford. Uh, she says that 35 years later it's still haunting her. Hmm. That's interesting. It still haunts you. Interesting. I heard one about Hillary apparently uh, asking to dig up dirt and all his accusers. Um, which, honestly, I buy it. I can see it. Sure. I mean, obviously, I don't know them, but it makes sense to me a very powerful political. My shift is coming to an end, so I'm going to transfer y'all's okay. to the other server if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Cash yeah. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thank you. So you think they killed all those people too? No, I don't. I think that's <laughs> there's not enough evidence that's for that. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's too far. But as yeah. far as there's I mean, topic. it just makes sense to me that a very that people with that much to lose and that much power would do something like that just to right. preserve whether it makes sense. I mean, I'm not saying they definitely did it because obviously I don't know, but I, I, I buy that. But if we're saying in all these well, cases, like the Moore case and all that. If we're to believe the woman and we're to say that there's limited reason why women would want to come forth on rape, right, then, then just because you that, like yeah. Hillary Clinton 
and don't wish she had been president doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you would have had another person that had rape in their past be president if she had won. Right. So it was a lose-lose situation for women's rights. Yeah. Mm. And I used to look at her as a victim as well. I looked. I used to look at Hillary Clinton as a victim. I as well. Until I started doing more reading and digging, and I was like, well, she. I guess in some ways you could say she's also a victim. She really just came out with this whole Me Too thing. She, she during the election, she didn't really come out. She put it in the past, but she said in the Me Too thing, she was like, "Listen, I have to come out and say it wasn't just Bill. I was raped, not groped or anything like that. Raped, and Hillary threatened me." I don't hmm. think she was raped, but that would just be my guess. Well, we know he did do, well, he did do to, like, Monica Lewinsky. That's not... But that, but was, that consensual, was consensual, right? Consensual with... But with... Coercion. power to coerce. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, know, you don't know how consensual it really was. Yeah. Well, 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 we, don't, we, don't know, we don't know at all. We don't know anything. We don't know either. But there's that definite possibility. Monica was 22 at the time. And if you look at his track record... His And you say you don't believe her. Are you I, I, saying I, that we can bring up the question of do we believe, believe women who bring up this stuff? I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> that's a that's a legitimate question. I mean, yeah, I mean that's, I mean that you know that's a legitimate question. I I, I think that there, there always it, there is always the question of like you know is there any reason not to believe her? But at the same time, I I do think that. It is dangerous to um, set the stage of, you know, accepting somebody's word without any evidence whatsoever. Um, Because there are people out there that would would just go ahead and take a check from the New York Times, you know, in order to go ahead and say something. Now, that's the thing, though. We have to look at, like, a pattern of behavior, right? Like, is there a set pattern of this person doing this type of thing? Yes. And that changes the entire equation. Like, with Clinton, I just think he was a ladies' man. Well, there you go. Clinton has a a, a, a known past of um, being a womanizer. Yeah, but when you're a womanizer and you have that much power, and a lot of the women are barely women, i.e. they go... To me, that's kind of blurring a line that's just a little uncomfortable. Right. It's not what? ethical, but it's not. Weinstein, Weinstein did not rape the women that he was with. He, he just power. used his power yeah. and coerced them. And by your logic, kind of we should rape. be perfectly okay with him if we were perfectly okay with Clinton. Never mind the fact that, I mean, we've now got a woman that says flat out she was raped. She wasn't coerced. Mm-hmm. She was raped. Well, yeah. Just because, with the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, just because Bill Clinton was in a position of power and Monica Monica Lewinsky wasn't, doesn't necessarily mean that Bill Clinton um, used his position of power in order to, you know, make her do whatever she did. But she's not complaining. It depends on no, the she, she, she did. Actually, in, in, in the report, it was on. Did she say it was unwanted? Yeah, she, she said, she said that she was pushed and confronted and all that. They have a... Well, that was after document. she came out with the story. You right? don't come out with a story if you're not complaining. Yes. He knew... She's still complaining that. now. She's come out and said, like, the way it was... She was portrayed in the media and that Clinton yeah. used their media contacts to portray her and portray how things happened. She's yeah. like, it's ruined her life. Like, it made it all her fault. It was all... But, but what I'm talking about is before all of that, though, right? 
Like, but before the news story and the media break, rewind back to the actual event itself happening. She just said... I don't remember. She just... Whatever, you know... Yeah, I mean, I don't remember exactly what happened, so I'm not going to go ahead and say... I'm just saying... I I guess overall I'm saying is that, um, you know, just because somebody says that something happened, I mean... Doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean that it is true, no matter... I mean, and that's not to go ahead and to victim blame or anything. I just think that it's it's natural, especially when we're dealing with this stuff in the public light, to go ahead and be like, well, wait a minute, you know, let's not have, um, you know, trial by public opinion here. Let's go ahead and mm-hmm. So the big problem without the problem, with, especially in the Senate, and they're attempting to change this right now, mm-hmm. but bipartisan legislation brought together by two women is attempting to change this. Mm-hmm. Right now, in order to make a claim of sexual allegation, as in, if you're employed by the government, you have to go through a 30-day psychological evaluation before you're able to put it up. Yeah, for you, you to think about. For you to even you think about bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Then you have to subject yourself to a 30-day mediary where you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement where you can't even talk to friends and family to try to help you overcome it. So that means if a congressman rapes somebody, mm. before they can tell their mother I've just been raped they have to go through a 30 day psychological evaluation and a 30 day well, that bill is not that's no so that's already yeah, that's, 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 that's actually the current law the bill is actually crazy. to change if that if something law. happens okay. and you miss your amount of days it's, or like it's been too many days like it gets reset late. Wow. And so, Obviously, that's designed to so, protect uh, the Congress. So then, yeah. so not the actual uh, No, two, wi- so two women are currently it. trying to oh, get this oh, changed. Okay. This, law, this is the current law. Then, this is the current law in Congress. Then, whenever you it does get litigated, you have to pay for your own lawyer while the congressman gets paid by the U.S. taxpayer. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Not does it make sense as in that's person. cool, but like I can see why that happened. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're using their own money to pay for their lawyers and all that type of stuff. That's insane. That's really ridiculous. ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? I just, I yeah. never heard about this in my life. The senators are trying wow. to get a bill to remove this to make it so that the women can at least talk to their family yeah. right away so that you don't have to get a psychological evaluation before deciding if you want to move forward with at least mediation and where you come out to the public right away. Yeah. But things like, you know, like with Al Franken now. Did, did y'all talk about that? No, I'm so upset with There's, him. Go to the police. You, well, this is my thing. about something because you can definitely go to the police and come forward because they actually recommend if you're raped because you've got to get that test in the hospital the exam right you have Before a certain amount of time yeah well there's a difference between like you reporting a crime or and you actually conduct. trying to sue somebody for you know yeah an actual it's something crime. like that so yeah you can go to the police and report a crime and um you know they'll put it Just down charges. on the books but um but you know, when actually getting a lawsuit or something like that or damages is a whole other story. But um, you know, Al Franken though. See, this is my thing with mm-hmm. um with with the whole Al Franken thing is like the more and more I look at this, the more and more you know it's very obvious that this is a, a manufactured story. Really? I think you so. You think so? I think it's pretty manufactured. You know, we have to look at um you know when this story came out, the um, individuals in which this person is interviewing with and the context around exactly you know what happened so um her last name is like tweeting right mm-hmm. leanne, leanne tweeting yeah. 
So what happened is that out well back in 2006, Al Franken wrote um, a comedy sketch. Um, and this like this comedy skit was supposed to be for soldiers and, and whatnot and some event that they were doing. And he was so, not a senator. He was not a senator then. He wasn't in any public office. He was just a comedian. So um, backstage, she's hanging out with um, Leanne Tweed, who's also there to do whatever she does. And um, she says to her that, hey, we need to go ahead and practice this skit. Ha, ha, ha. Like, you need to go ahead, you know, you know, we need to practice this kissing. And she said, no. And she said, no, no, I'm not good with that. So, you know, well, I guess he laughs it off and whatever. Then they go into practicing the actual skit. Three times he and asked within, her, three times she said no, yeah. and then he insisted. Yeah, that yeah. kind of pushed him. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. Three <laughs> times he, he asked, and then, you know, three she times said no. she said no. Didn't need to. They're okay, just okay. hosts of the show. They really yeah. don't need to Now, I'm not disputing whether, like, okay. any of this happened. You okay. know, I mean, this definitely, you know, happened. Oh. Right? So, then, um, you know, they, they, they practice a skit, and then out of the blue, Outbreak and grabs her head, and then, you know, forces her to go ahead and have a kiss. Then the skit actually happens itself. Later on, after the skit, like they are on a plane or heading mm-hmm. back, and uh, I guess while they're heading back, somebody had a camera there, and he's joking around, and he puts his hands up to her chest like he's grabbing her boobs. Right. Um, it's hard she's to, asleep. yeah, she's asleep. You know, obviously she's she not awake to go ahead and participate or like to go ahead and say this is cool or anything like that. But the, whoever got that photo, you know, held on to that for a, bit, a very long time. You know, who knew that? Um, he shared it. Apparently, he shared it with. They said he shared it with. Us. Yeah, we fast forward to actually her coming out with this. This actually happened. Is this sexual assault? Was that event sexual assault? Which one? The one, the, the whole entire circumstance, then the, the, the circumstance. We have to story. look up the definition. I know it depends what, what the definition is. I yeah. think it was inappropriate. I don't know if this is where we. This is where, this is where I get into. This is where I get into sexual the whole manufactured thing. I think it's more like sexual harassment, uh, definitely yeah. with the, like you yeah. know grabbing the head and the kiss definitely. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we now have um, you know well, a media involved physical. The kiss is physical. Right. So, so, that's what but this is true. Her. But we also got to look at, you know, so the kiss. Yeah, we got to look at the context, oh right? Yeah. We, we, right. So we still got to look so at the so context. What? The, what I'm getting to here is that, so now we have a media environment where, you know, this stuff is coming out. And there are a lot of, I think, um, act, actors out there, people who would like to go ahead and look at the term as sexual assault as a black and white thing, right? Where, like, no matter what you did, you smack somebody on the butt, they didn't go ahead and well, give you consent, then that's technically considered sexual assault. And you need to be held accountable for that. But I think that there is a washing of context in all these instances here. Right. And I think that's what's happening with the Al Franken scenario. And, like, granted, it was completely distasteful. It was disrespectful for him to go ahead and do it. But are we talking about this is, like, in the exact same category as a Roy Moore who's oh, God, creeping no. around to, like, no. a mall well, no. oh, trying God, to chase, chase well, 14 no, yeah, and 15-year-olds? Or is it, is it a career-ending? You know? exactly. So, so... It's you know that there's a second. You know, you know he has a second allegation yeah, now. Of grabbing the that is true. Second allegation. That is true. Well, you know, was that, uh, somebody... he grabbed a butt while they were taking a picture. I mean, so then later on we come out with there comes out another um, video or picture of the same lady smacking Robin Williams on the butt. Oh, with, really? With with no with no verbal you know or stated consent. There's right. also a picture out there in the same event where um, Leanne Tweed grabs the face of a soldier 
and gives her him a kiss without any explicit consent. So now we we're, we're into this zone here about these type of incidents where it's like, well, what's the definition of sexual assault, right? It's like, according to some people in the media who like to go ahead and paint Al Franken as a sexual assaulter, you know, if you take their definition of it, well, then so is Leanne Tweed, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll but, you know, if we go ahead and actually approach this in a rational out. manner, like we should be approaching it, we need to go ahead and look at Al Franken's, you know, cons- patterns of behavior. And, and not just every single incident of him, like, smacking somebody's butt or maybe, you know, um, you know, trying to get a kiss in or asking for a kiss or whatever. I'm talking about, like, you know, what has this person done with their entire life? We also have a side of Al Franken who... Um, co-sponsored the um, uh, that women's uh, bill against that well, woman against violence bill in 2012, where he actually, you know, helped an actual rape survivor um, back in um, his uh, home state, Minnesota, right? Yes, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, where they um, <clears throat> well, anyway, I, I don't know all the details, but he co-sponsored a bill that's supposed to go ahead and hold um, you know, those people who raped women, you know, more accountable in some fashion or whatnot. It was a big thing in 2012. But nobody brings up this. And then you have the whole backroom cast of SNL, a group of women who come out there and publish a letter, 30 women saying that all of their interactions with, you know, Al Franken have never been about mm. any, anything sexual. And actually, he's been a very helpful, upstanding guy. So, you know, that brings in so we have to look at all these things. We're trying to go ahead and determine if a person has, um, you know, a, a personality trait or a mindset of going around and sexually assaulting women. We also have to look at the context of the scenarios we're talking about, especially the one where we have obvious photos of Al Franken up there putting his hands in front of, you know, um, Leanne Tweed's chest and pretending that's to grab her. Like, you know, that's a that, clown picture. My dad, it's a you know, comic. He's a comic, and I That's what most people he did, say. He said, so, didn't he make a statement saying my goal wasn't just to be funny, it was to shame? Didn't he say something? That, and that's, yeah. that's what they... I've heard that. That's what the woman yeah. said, that he actually taunted her with the picture and things of that nature. And the other context of all this, A, explaining away on the basis that he did stuff. Weinstein did a lot for women's causes. <laughs> that is true. He did? Yes, absolutely. He was well, one of the biggest donors. He was one of the biggest donors to a lot of women causes. Yeah, but don't a lot of yeah. people do that? I mean, yeah, when they're but at the same time, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, but he brought it up. But wait, wait, but, but at the same time, <laughs> we got to look at, we got to look at, Weinstein's behavior compared to Al Franken. They're not even in the well, same ballpark. Okay. Right. Exactly. You know? I think exactly. everyone at this table, I think that whole thing can see that that's just politics. Yeah. Straight, I mean, that's why I say it's manufactured. So there isn't. It's politics. But it's almost like a trick where by releasing this whole Franken thing at this time, it. It's almost like confuses us, so we just lump it in together with all the rest. Smoke, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, 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 I agree. Right, if we're bringing it up at this time. Too. What if that's yeah, not more was sorry. Say that again, Samantha. Like, what if it's the same thing with Roy Moore? What if none of that's true? It's just they they're saying that now because they're trying to make him lose the election. They could have paid off fourteen women. Yeah. They could have. 
They true. Somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody, Lamar, somebody could win. Somebody could win hunting for that sword. No, yeah, Lamar has not. He's denied absolutely it. denied it. He has said yeah. all yeah. these yeah. allegations yeah. are false. But like, he's also said, said things like, "Oh, every time I dated yeah. a young girl, I asked him." I'm like, he's denied well, it. And we also, but we also have Roy. We also have Roy Moore saying that, "Hey, I do not know that woman who's accusing me of of um you know trying to um prey on her when she was a teenager." But then that same woman comes out with her yearbook from high school, well, and it has Roy Moore's not, uh, signature in it saying, yeah, hey, I'm sorry. You know. It's just the, the mall didn't let him in. There's enough history. There's we have a bunch of evidence yeah. on. Uh, I, I think we have a, it's, enough it's substantial a lot stuff. Recorded in I, he is toast. Uh, he should should be toast. be like classifications like sexual harassment versus assault because I do think there that what that comedian was doing about posing I think what women want is these things to end and I don't right. think, and I don't think, I think that, we're over it we're tired of it I'm tired of being grabbed in my ass yeah it's not a big deal but I don't want to be grabbed by my ass and it ass used to club. be it used to and be and I wish I could somewhat accept the ball as a compliment yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys may have thought so. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so the whole concept yeah. of the Me Too, I don't think that it's coincidental timing to try to get it limped in. It's a lot of women feeling empowered, and this woman did feel wronged, and yes, she does possibly want some level of fame on it, but a l honestly, a lot of people are feeling empowered yes. to come forward with their stories. Yes. And mm -hmm. for the record, the, the paper is absolutely correct. The, the person I listened to, you do, if you're raped, you report to the government and they are supposed to take it to right. law office, but you're not mm. allowed to go public. You're not allowed to yeah. tell anybody. Uh, the name of the woman that I heard talk is named... If it's against a anyone who holds a political office. Uh, Spire is the name of the person who's trying to change all this law mm. to eliminate the 30-day mandated counseling and to the mediation and the inability to speak to the media or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I think, yeah. though? I, I think when it comes to... My problem with the whole Al Franken situation is that uh, we have two things going on here. We have what you said, Angie, is that there are a lot of women out there who are tired of this type of stuff happening to them, you know, in their lives and in the workplace. And we have a group, we have women out there who want something tangible to be done. But then we also have a whole political class who's not really, like, interested in doing something real about that situation, but is more interested in, like, taking down their political enemies right. with those stories. Yeah. So it's like nothing is for real, I think, is, like, getting done on this. It's like more of like, this is a perfect opportunity to go ahead and maybe, you know, cash out an Al Franken, um, cash out some, you know, maybe celebrity donors who are on the left or right side of the fence to prevent a, a Roy Moore from getting into office rightfully so, you know. But it's like this this, this whole thing is, is, is being used politically, but I don't think we're really talking about it in an earnest fashion. Well, because if we were talking about it in an yeah. earnest fashion, in an earnest, earnest way, we would be looking at these contexts. We would be out here trying to determine, I, we'll be honest with it and be like, hey, you know, like, what actually is happening? You know, what is what is sexual assault? You know, when is it, um, you know, like, what are these contexts out here? We'll be trying to address it, I think, in a more realistic way. And I feel like people don't want to address it with these shades of gray because in doing it that way, would then take away the power to maybe end somebody's career 
or to put out a smear campaign on a certain politician that they don't like. I, I disagree with that yeah. concept. I feel like like people are, this is just the beginning of the movement where people mm-hmm. finally feel like they can speak up. Mm-hmm. They're not even trying to judge it right now. They're just trying put to it out, out. And it's not just the politicians who are coming. Look at this very talk that we've had. Al Franken's being forgiven. I was told that Hillary Clinton's rape claim person wasn't actually raped. Mm-hmm. And this is all because we have a primarily Democratic group, I would think, that yeah. are discounting people, that Democrats that did bad things, and really want to hammer in on the Republicans. And it doesn't necessarily matter. I don't what, think that's true at all. That That is uh, just what I've heard just now. Well, I heard, I just, you know, when I heard Al Franken, when I heard Al... Al Franken thing because oh, I was like all over this yeah. more and stuff. I was like, oh, but now it's my guy. Hold on, let me let me think. About well, you, you wanted I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, I don't think that I don't think that's true at all. I think that's how I you look at. There's you look at what Roy Moore did. You look at what Al Franken oh, yeah. did. It's, it's two it's, completely yeah. different things. As soon as you show me a Republican who. You know, is in a similar situation as Al Franken. I think I will be more than willing to, even somebody who's more liberally and democratic minded, to be able to be like, hold on, let's look at the context of this before we go on political, you know, witch hunting. But we just is- haven't had those situations. Well, look think- at the context has gotten us in. A- oh, sorry, go ahead. I think they're both inappropriate. Obviously, some things are going to be worse than others. But whether it's a, like, a senator or a future senator who's like grabbing a woman and, while she's sleeping, or a frat guy in a frat house doing that and taking pictures, if it's it's like it's finally getting all these things that are harassment and previously just thought to be oh oh guys, locker guys. room yeah. stuff. Even like with the whole Me Too thing, even for me that was like wow, this has happened to a lot of well, people, and well, so it's kind of like this. We're at a point now where everyone's just like. Oh my gosh, we could talk about this, and everyone's talking about it. Yeah, which is. Great. I actually heard, you know, I, I mentioned oh. a, a pendulum before, but I actually heard something else on NPR this morning about the pendulum for this particular situation. Right. Because there's the whole, um, sometimes the accusers are lying, and sometimes, a lot of the times they're not. But like, we have to work through this. How exactly we're going to believe them and so they feel comfortable coming forward but not attacking people unnecessarily but they talked about the pendulum right now it's like swinging really far this way almost to like the extreme because we have to figure out how where it's going to settle kind of back in the middle yeah I'm more than willing to go ahead and concede that hey you know this is maybe I don't know birthing pains of this type of scenario where there's been a bottleneck for this for so long that now that you know the spigot is open that you know people are you know it just it's just flooding the um, media and the airwaves and people really really want to go ahead and talk about it you know because people they, are that so thing. unaware of this I mean what you were telling me about the, that woman that reporter that was yeah she was share that she that was a, amazing like a subway station in Australia that was um. It's called King's Cross, and she's like, you have one in every city. It's like, you know, people coming back from the bars and parties and then going to the subway station. And she went, and every time a guy catcalled her, she went up to them, and she asked if she could start recording, and she just started asking them questions. Like, you know, what was that for? What did you intend to happen? What do you, what do you think I felt about that? What do you think is going on? Wow. And these guys, she said she genuinely liked, liked them. They were nice. They thought they were complimenting her. They thought she liked it. They said it was like for the mood of the night, like it's all <laughs> good fun. And she was like trying to explain to them, not like in a desperate way. Like she was really very just kind of 
really knew how to approach it very well, but trying to explain to them that it makes women feel uncomfortable. They don't know if you're <laughs> going to get inv- violent. They'll just smile and laugh, mm-hmm. and that's not really a true indicator of how they're feeling. And yeah. these guys just like... Mm-hmm. I agree. They had no idea. One guy, like, two hours. She's, yeah, she sat there with this one guy for like two hours to talk to him and really wow. tried to get him to understand. She gave him stats. She gave him experiences. She, And he just... It was like that cognitive dissonance. He was like, no, they like it. It's fun. Like... I don't need to So that's what we're up against here. You yeah. know, we talk about this is just the birth of it. It's like, wow, that's this, this that's guy, what we're was, up against. He was saying that his one of his moves, he would go up to a group of women and oh, grab God. one of the women's butts, and he said that was like a big compliment to her. Because like, look, you're in a group, and I wow. grab your butt. And the interviewer was like, would you go that and do that to a woman by herself? And he was like, oh no, no. Mm. And she's like, well, can you <laughs> He randomly drew this line, and he just thought it was so, you know, such a good move and such a compliment. But, like, you know, these women are in a group. They're just going to smile and laugh and be like, oh, my gosh, I hope this guy goes Go away. away. And he, so, thought, uh, he had well, no idea. Well, I heard this morning, they say. That's really interesting. Or he had no idea, or he didn't want to know it. Yeah. No, it's what's interesting about it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, they were saying it's because of, this all is because of Trump. That women are out? so frustrated. Well, what he's uh, done. Yeah. I think that's part of that. Outraged. Outraged. Right. I've been outraged, outraged for a long time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that this asshole is where he is right. is just a, a complete well, it's outrage. Just it shows okay. how normalized it is. Well, right. Right. You don't have a story that you've been blocking for decades. Like, well, they did uh, say with um, one of the stories, the journalists have been coming out trying to nail that story for a long time. Uh, the Mike. Which one was it? Uh, Weinstein. Yeah, they yeah. had right. that. They years were working and years. on that for years, and they, they kept getting silenced. And other people it, it literally took a woman saying, "Okay, I'm willing to give up my hundred thousand dollar settlement that I got here oh, okay. in order to come." They eventually, she just. They, she was like, "I can't take this anymore, and I'm mm-hmm. going to speak." And that's what triggered it all. So it's been like, and here's the other thing I was telling um, Dave, like. These guys knew better, obviously, of course they back did. in that day. We haven't changed that much in society. Like, even in 1940s... Were you talking about, like, a Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. Well, better, yes. Buddy. Yeah, definitely. They knew <laughs> better. Even yeah. in the Ouch. 40s, you're not like, supposed I, to go to the Exactly. Even yes. in the 1940s. If, yeah. if that guy, if that somebody was doing that to his sister, he'd be like, oh, oh. It exactly. would be a horrible this thing. This is not a new thing. They knew better. But knowing... It and believing that those in power have the right to override that. There's always been, and I use this the as the thing. example, yeah. the the casting couch. That's a yeah, long-standing joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The given. casting couch, it, it was, was a given. And, and women were expected. like, you know, oh, if I want this career, that's it. That, I've got to do this. That's what I've got to yeah. do. And, and then, like, warn each other, like, if you're going to work with that director. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, that's just, and it was accepted. Yeah. It was the men... It was okay that, because I guess it was that's okay. The new part and that's that the story, right. Seeing. So you can't say this isn't new. Like, things have continually changed. And I think the Me Too movement has finally brought it out. I mean, this Weinstein thing was the most public thing. I mean, they were joking. They they played, uh, what's his name? 2015 Grammys, um, Funny Guy, The Apocalypse World. I, I forgot who. In Six. his... In his uh, acceptance speech, he was congratulating a woman, and he t- said, you no longer have to pretend well, you find Seth Harvey McFarlane. Weinstein. Yes, yes. Seth yes. You no longer have to find uh, mm-hmm. Harvey attractive. Weinstein attractive. 
Mm-hmm. That was yeah. two that years was ago. the joke. So that I mean, was they well say, known. They yeah. all knew it, but nobody talked. Nobody. It, it, it's interesting what you said, Savannah, about uh, that experiment that that woman was doing. Um, she was talking with this one guy, and this guy distinguished that this is not something he would do if he wasn't in this environment. Yeah. At a party, hanging yeah. out with people. If he wasn't within a certain social atmosphere, no, this that was at, he at, wouldn't at the do subway that. Right, but if well, it wasn't a bunch of women. Yeah. yeah. So he has a certain. He wouldn't do it if I was got on her own. Yeah. Yeah, or like. Well, I mean, he might have done it past yeah. a construction site and with a woman walking by. Was this guy with a no. bunch of other guys? That he didn't say. Okay. Because I think that I'm guessing he probably. That's was. what I'm thinking. Is that this guy was hanging a guy with a bunch of yeah, women? Yeah, just grab. There's like yeah, yeah. Just, this makes things which is kind of brings me to what I was trying to say. It's good that this is coming out because it. I feel like it's really going to also call on guys to call other guys out yeah. for things like this. So, for instance, when I was selling cars, my boss would make comments to, like, the women oh all God. the time. And yeah. they would just kind of laugh. And yeah. so, in my head, I was like, oh, it's just kind of like me messing with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not only until really about a year ago that I look back and you know, yeah, that was wrong. I should have said something. But I just thought laughing and... She's laughing because she doesn't know what but else now I'm like, to do. Exactly, she's uncomfortable. She was laughing because she's so uncomfortable, and I just, I, it, I, it didn't register in my head. Just because, I mean, to me, if a guy makes a comment to another and they laugh, they're just joking around. So right. I think yeah. every guy it's, has areas where they turn for, a blind eye. Same so. for me. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of scenarios where women, like, you'll hear these stories of like things happening to women that they don't want, and yet they're just sitting there yeah. and they don't know what to do. Mm. Well, I've been sure. in that scenario where I don't know I yeah, don't know anything Absolutely. and it's like up until now I never even knew what I'm supposed to do you know what it's, it's almost this. not even that you're not you don't know what yeah, to do you feel like um, you're, not supposed to. you're not supposed to do anything I know and it's like mm. there's no rule book oh oh if he does this do this well, but I think yeah. because now, it doesn't exist when yeah. you find yourself in certain situations there could always be a danger that this person is a danger sure. but I feel like now it's gonna hopefully let a lot of women feel like they're empowered to just Maybe like not smile just like like you can't say problem. that or yeah. stop or go away or right. just something really simple that indicates that they don't like it I don't know I just hmm. I hope yeah. that I, I think that you know I mean the reason why there was this, this situation where like you were saying that hey uh, you, you didn't know what to do if there was a thing to actually do is because you know that it's just been acceptable in our environment yeah. you know socially and for for such really a long time expected, yeah but, but it was still well, it was accepted. It was accepted. It was expected. It was, it was accepted. accepted. You know, you may have. If you feel bad inside, but you don't say anything outwardly about it, that's like an indication to me that that there is a social. You you, you recognize as a person that this is socially accepted somehow, and um, you may not feel cool with about it, but the the, the, the if environment you're is, like it's is normal, yeah then it normal. exactly. So yeah. now yeah. we're in an environment because that where it's yeah. where where people are coming out and they're saying vocally, okay, like, hey, this is not. A normally accepted thing. So now, like you were saying, Kwaku, is that you know, as a man, you're now starting to evaluate, you know, your own behavior, and then you know, as women, you're beginning to evaluate all the situations that's well, happened to you in your life that made you feel uncomfortable, and you're beginning to now acknowledge that, hey, you know, like I was right for feeling the way I felt in you know this environment. So now it's not normalized anymore. And so yeah, you have that you know cognitive dissonance that's that, that's going on. 
So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where things go from here. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I think I think that a big issue is that we don't acknowledge and talk about um, attraction and sexuality in our society. It's such a taboo subject that I think a lot of times young adults, teenagers, you know, boys and girls are left to just go ahead and figure it out on their own. And that breeds people to go ahead and have bad habits yeah. or create bad habits. Agreed. You know, so you, I, I mean, I, I remember in high school growing up, you know, all the time you see, you know, young boys would go ahead and try this and that to go ahead and maybe demonstrate that they are attracted to a certain female or woman. And that may be a, a slap on the ass or, you know, whatever. Hey, you know, I like, you know, your tits or something like that, you know, whatever it may be. And then... You hear later on that same young teenager with his group of male friends saying, like, hey, I did this. And those teenagers are like, yeah, 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 that's cool. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how you do it. And so then that teenager internalizes that. And you may have some teenage boys who grow up who never um, adjust or learn the right way. They just assume that, oh, yeah. hey, this is how you demonstrate exactly you're attracted to a woman. This is how you go ahead and create a relationship with, um, you know, a female on some level. And they're never exposed to um, a better way. I think that happens a lot, is that our culture doesn't talk about sexuality, attraction at all. We, we talk about the very sterilized environment, right? Well, Where you go to the health class and you get that video on reproduction and stuff like that. But there's never any like open discussion where you have young boys, girls sitting around talking about, you know, like how they feel about, you know, you know, when um, they're getting they're reaching that age. Or, or you guys are the youngest of the bunch. Or just so. in general, just uh, interpersonal skills. Like we in schools, we all. The school system is from you know the industrial age, so its focus is on produce in production. And saying air quotes is like each, everybody will come up with the relatively same amount of skills in reading, writing, supposedly. But but what That's lack of is that. Mm-hmm. But but what it for what it seems to forsake is what it seems not seeing is the importance, at least especially in, in a modern society right now, is in principle skill how to interact with people. And and that also comes out also in a more specifically the the interaction between both sides. I know what was was a kid. Well, I didn't do too dumb a thing, but I still feel oh, I was kind of dumb about it. I might have done something well, make someone else uncomfortable. Right. I've had those. I have, told I've, I've yeah. had dudes come yeah. to me tell me like no, literally be like, no man, you just gotta go get in there. You you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go get in there. <laughs> Like, you know, you got to go ahead and you got to make that move, you know? And, um, it's like the Al Franken picture. Someone was taking the picture, too. Like, yeah. you always get feedback from Right, her. yeah, go go and, ahead and grab her. And right? I, 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 I was reading something. It was saying, like, how to talk to your adolescent or t- a teenage boy about how not to rape. Because no one thinks that you have to teach your sweet little boy how not to rape. But you have to think about the messages you're starting to send when they're young. Oh, if she kicks her in your face, that means she likes you. Like, yeah. no. Oh, yeah. You know, just these little things that you, right. boys will do. She's playing hard to get, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to get. Like, don't yeah. send a message of hard to get, because then how do they tell between hard to get and not interested? Exactly, please, 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 please. exactly. Right. 
That's mm-hmm. real stuff right there. That's sure. real stuff. That's, that's where it starts. In school. That's yeah. where it starts. And that's yeah. where it starts. In the boat right and then now. they honestly yeah. don't know yeah. if they're doing something wrong until they're doing something really wrong and their friends are like, no, that's okay. And like, Sure. So obviously they're still not doing this in school. No, like you guys no way. T- no, the world. I'm asking yeah. them. Oh. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get you. Like yeah. they should talk about consent in high school. Not, not like they surely I mean, they do now, but also not so explicitly and just expressing yourself and talking to each other. Yeah, how you deal with people. Yeah. Well, well, I think the end result of this. I mean, I think the younger generation really is getting better with all of this based you on think? what I, you think I, so trickling down a little I, from the younger <laughs> I mean Savannah you're the youngest of the females do you have a lot of people your age doing really inappropriate things I'm also not a good person to ask <laughs> I'm not She's the most a social person uh, okay but do you hear know. a lot of stories from your friends on things of that nature? friends are friends. I think not so, I don't know. Not so closely, but I, w- I have to say I myself was surprised by the Me Too thing on Facebook because I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Some yeah. of the stories from my friends that I'd met, you know, not like close close friends, but things that I hadn't heard. Yeah. Are you talking about like instances about? of So the reason I'm, the reason like I'm bringing this up, even, even the catcalling... So on the level of younger people doing things like catcalling or grabbing somebody's ass, I don't or think things they're that decreasing. Nature. I don't think they're decreasing. You know, and this is coming from I, so I used to, um, you know, disc jockey in club environments, and I did that for quite a while. And um, in there, you see that's a oh prime environment for like that type of stuff to happen. You also get a young in crowd, US. and you you get a young crowd Another that comes in. <laughs> And Never happened. We've looked me. up. It, that does happen, yeah. but no. And, you, and and through the music, and I the feel culture. Like it's worse here for some reason. And, and through the music and the culture, Lots. and you you go ahead and you know I remember staying behind the DJ booth. You could just look around and see. You can just see that like that's very much how young you know adults think that they're supposed to approach each other. Mm-hmm. Is that um you know you um. You, 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 uh, as you're a young man, you go up there and you engage yourself with a woman in a manner of like, I'm asserting my confidence and dominance here, and that that requires me to go ahead and, um, you know, slap your grab, grab your butt or whatnot, or like, you know, I've, I mean, I've seen many times like a guy is obviously attracted to this woman, but he doesn't know her too well. There's this whole ritual and stage of like, you know, first there's maybe some shoulder touching, you know, some stuff like that, you know, then maybe there's some nudging, then maybe there's some like, you know, um, some flirtatious play, like I'm going to grab something that's yours and hold on to it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to make you try to get it back from me all onto the whole of like in the nightclub, grabbing women and picking them up in like a, a bear hug and swinging them around and stuff really? like that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, which is all you know. In a vi- now, I think about it very abstractly. It's a, it's all a, like a, a process of like, like getting testing and getting yeah, comfortable with sir. like you know what can I do to you? Like you know, you get away with you. Yeah, exactly. And, and then eventually, you know, gets to the point of you know ass slapping and stuff like yeah. that, and like grabbing it and, and trying to belt. force and initiate a kiss and things yes. like that. And so, so but no, what is the girl doing too? I would imagine that they're not all angels. She's yeah. probably also. No. Well, but if she's well, if no. she's into like, him, then she might respond. Exactly. That way. If not, exactly. Then she would, no. And it's hard but to know because not. nobody talks but about even it. But if she's not, she might not be like get off right, me because she's too point. scared. So yeah. She right. might do that whole giggling 
And then a guy goes ahead and interprets yeah. that as that, oh yeah, she must like it. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. She, yeah. she's no, laughing. Dude. She didn't say no. You know, yeah. she's not pulling away every time I go up and like get in her face and stuff like that. That must means that she wants me to go further. And what so what we don't talk about these things. Richard Dreyfus. Did you see that one? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. His son, his son came out not about, getting the cues about the, the guy from either. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he came to the defense of his son, and then a woman came out and said that he had done things to her. Yeah. You know, and he said that, is that, is that yeah, he exactly. thought it was flirtatious fun, mm. and that they have been friends for the last 30 years. Hmm. And now he doesn't know how to evaluate any of his friendships. Friendship. Yeah, we're breaking down over to, for the last uh, thirty years because he thought they, stayed, they were still friends and have been friends for yeah. thirty years. But now she's complaining about the way he behaved towards her. Exactly. So we're getting down to a point where we're breaking down something that's, I think, very normative in our society for men to approach attraction and stuff in these type of ways. And so now, yeah, you have a lot of guys out there who are like, well, what do I do now? You know, I have my, my, my go-to method of, like, you know, trying to... Why can't it just be verbal? Why can't you just come right out and say, hey, uh, I'm interested in you and blah, 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 blah. And she either says, me too, or she says, well, I'm not with you, and then you go away. That's so taboo, though. Why? I have no idea. I even think some of the guys I ran into in these public places, they're not even looking for conversation. They're straight. I mean, I've had, like, come on, take this drink. Come up with me upstairs. Mm. This is Georgia Tech type party. Come Just, on. like, flat out come from on. the beginning? Oh, like, yeah. Hi? I felt like it was totally date rape. My belt got yeah. yanked off for no apparent. Wow. I was a pretty, de- uh, like, behaved person mm-hmm. in my younger days. Belt got yanked off. The guy was with about knocked the guy out. But wow. for some reason, the guy thought that was okay. I wasn't doing anything. Clubs, I've had my ass. Grabbed uh, yeah. so many times, and I do not. I always feel like Night I'm clubs. a prude yep. when I show up to clubs because mm-hmm. I never show enough skin compared to everyone else. So I'm dressed normal, acting fine. I've been grabbed several times. Yeah. I lived in Spain for six months. Never once was I grabbed. Wow. Oh. So, I no tax no respect because they respect. Yeah. Spain, so, I that's interesting. I would dance on top of bars that's, in Spain, that's and I never. I think that's cool. So that's a couple weeks ago, I do think it's a cultural. Thing. A couple weeks ago, I, I actually listened, and I, I mentioned this actually on this. I listened about the idea of the hookup culture that yeah. has become mm-hmm. the trend, especially in the younger college, even post college white community, where women yeah, actually but- instigate this, where they won't like actually date guys or hook up with guys they like but almost have this adventurous it's like the movement of feminization where they can kind of act like guys because they've only been praised for doing things like guys Mm. so they go to a club they look at their friends sometimes there's a guy dancing behind them and they don't know what the guy looks like and they're looking at their friends for approval Mm. there was a woman kind of describing and she's like trying to decide whether she's going to keep going in wait wait what what, what about the guy behind the so there's a guy dancing behind you you're like sitting here the guy's rubbing (laughs) up against your ass and you're like you don't know who this guy is and you're literally looking at your friends seeing whether you should continue is he he hot or not if he's hot or not because it's all about it's all about the bragging rights because women have been it's so like, it's given like, like 
I well, disempowered. This, it's not flipped though, because the guy can eventually. Well, maybe it's changed since I was in college. But for me, what I saw was a straight lack of respect for yeah. women. I I just and their their body, like just don't touch without. Permission. But you're saying a woman's much more of a participant. So than she's a participant, but maybe it's, it's the, from the <laughs> women that they interviewed as part of this. It's almost a confused participant because men have the right to say, "All right, I don't just want this to be a hookup anymore." I actually want to get deeper, whereas the woman does that. She's seen as more of a prude and mm-hmm. becomes an outcast yeah. of the society. Um, they also, the woman, like, isn't actually enjoying herself, but because she's been praised all the time for doing things, acting like guys, she's really pretending to. So it's made this very confused generation. <laughs> oh, God. You both just had this, like, this. I, I've never... I can't speak to I don't know. I, I can tell you this, though, that I've heard, like... I don't know how many times I've heard, like, you know, the, the, this concept of, man, you go out to the club, you go out to the club, you're partying, that, these bitches are looking to get laid. That's why they're there. You know? Is that what you thought? I'm just curious. I was hoping there was some. Okay. There, there, <laughs> there is a mentality out there that the whole purpose of going out to a nightclub or a party environment it's is that, there's a, that the, these women are looking to go ahead and hook up, and you're looking to go ahead and hook up with a woman. So that's the that's the whole purpose of these engagements. Maybe so when you go in it with that, that mindset, you know, <laughs> no, you just thought you were going to have fun, right? Yeah, this is definitely, I think, more of a guy thing. Definitely more of a, of a guy thing that I, you know, I've heard many times. You know, college, mm. you know, nightclubs and stuff. That hey, you know, you know, we're going out here to get late. You know, we're going, we're going to this party. They say, and, that, they say that just know. to get. You know, they're not really getting laid that night, right? But that's the goal. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe they are. That's what movies tell you too. Crap. So it's, yeah. it's in our music maybe too. Like one, exactly. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. in the club. She's up. Play. She's up all night to have fun. He's up all yeah. night to get lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's in, it's, uh, you're here to date, uh, so you come to the club because that's where you go. Yeah. I mean that these song these proliferate you our song that, lyrics. Like, I went to meet someone. I didn't go to hook up. No, really. I also was very awkward and not good at it. I mean, I went in a flannel shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> we met. I was wearing a flannel shirt. He so, so you got lucky. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was making a big statement with that flannel shirt. What, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or yeah. Not dating. Not interested. It's a cycle. Need a lemon for Jack. I'll hook you up. <laughs> what would you say, Paco? The music informs. The attitudes, but then it's also vice versa. People well, also act the out what boys they are thinking, see oh, in that's, movies. That's what and, it is. Like for instance, movies. Really, I've come to the realization over the last couple of years that movies are just full of creeps, like love stories. Oh yeah. If they did it in real life, it's just like, wait, so you followed her? You stalked her? <laughs> like, I wasn't oh. thinking about growing up because you're told, hey, it's romantic. But yeah. Now it's right. just like, it's, no, no, it's uh, not. That's kind of weird, dude. And I think. <laughs> I think the media right now is messing up the coverage of all this. I really think it could be done better. We're talking too much about whether so-and-so should be fired, so-and-so should be this, so-and-so should be this. It seems like it's a much easier conversation than talking about why we as a society have gotten to... You know, it's gone. We should be talking about the more societal, like what yeah, as a society yeah. contributes to this, our Absolutely. attitudes, our mindsets in certain situations. But instead, it's just... Should so and so resign his job? Right. Should he it's get fired? Political only. It, exactly. It's just yeah. like uh, 
there's no actual conversation being had. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, man. That's it's, that's 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 my problem with the whole coverage right now. When it comes to like Al Franken, all that type of stuff, is that like it's like nobody's really dealing with the real issue. It's like you know, it's just you know, it's 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 all like geared towards like political assassinations. But we did talk about that. Maybe this is just the birthing period of it. Maybe this will go ahead and turn into something, um, you know, more tangible and real. But I'm glad at the same you're time, you're all for more getting uh, elected. Hmm? <laughs> you're all for more then? No, <laughs> I'm not more. I'm from not for more at all. Like I said, that there's you look at the pattern of behavior with Roy Moore. You compare that with the pattern of behavior of Al Franken. Two different ballparks. They're not even close. Not even close. Well, that's the that's the problem. That is the problem. If we're talking about Al Franken, shouldn't we just talk about Al? Exactly. That's the problem. That's the problem. Is that people trying to make this false equivalency here? But you, the vacuum should be that if you're trying to do a political office, you should be the example that sure. the world should give. Absolutely. So yes, speaking in Al Franklin, he should definitely resign. Speaking with Moore, he should definitely not get elected. They should be an example. Yeah. They should absolutely be. Yeah, kind of like like the president should be too. I don't think so. That's not true. So what? I mean, so so you know, we, you're saying that, that that's not that's super yeah, high standard. That's, Nobody that's, will be elected. I think that would be the ideal. Nobody. Well, nobody's perfect. Exactly. Right. I'll just say the reaction between. More versus Frank. I just Frank and Diz come from and say, "If that happens, right. I apologize." Yeah, right, right. That's true day. too. And then you just see more just completely try to deny. Yeah, everything. deny it. Comparing him, I think every time we compare him, it. I mean, if you want to make that comparison, he's between. continuing I mean, okay, to behave I'm, in the same way. Like he did this with these women. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. I'm kind of with David as far as. I like Al Franken as a as a uh, sorry as a senator, but if he has to, if he's forced to resign or forced to quit, I'm not. I mean, it's gonna suck because yeah. obviously, but I'm not gonna shed any tears for him. I think like this is a moment where it's almost like Savannah said, the pendulum. Some people. It's almost it's like you're gonna have to crack right yeah. yeah. it's it's got it. The yes. problem is, yeah. the problem is discussing whether this action is okay or that action okay. Got us, us to where we are right now. Exactly. Uh, what? No way. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. No you you have a zero tolerance right now, and then once we get the zero tolerance, then, then we can start. Yeah. Moving it back, moving the pendulum back. Is the end, We're so. still not at zero tolerance. It's still okay for catcalling. No, I don't think that. You. I don't think that's how society. I don't think how it works at all. I think actually, what happens is, is once you reach the point of like peak zero tolerance, you don't discuss these the stuff in a, con- a contextual fashion. You have a pushback. You have a snapback where people go where where swings the other way. Where people go like, no, you know, this is insane. We're going ahead and eliminating um, politicians, you know, for slapping a butt uh, 15 years ago, and you know, with no consideration of context. You have a pushback. Then, then, then you go the opposite way, and it's not right. You know, we got to talk about this stuff in a real fashion. We don't go like all the way to the nth degree, then hope that somehow we will go to an equilibrium where things make sense. I just believe we have to right now. Right now, we we have to stop saying that there are certain actions that can be justified. I mean, even in the Moore case, like you say, terrible things happen. This happened 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. and is somebody 
never able to repent at that point. Like we have no allegations the last 30 years. Biggest difference with Alec Franklin, he now has an accuser that's within the statute of limitations, meaning she could actually sue him she, and take him did, to court. Is she forgave Ford him? Is not. Hmm? Is she forgave him, right? The, 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 she Leanne, did. Leanne tweeted and said, said that she, she accepted the apology. Yeah, but the person that's yeah. accusing, no, way, so, we'll so, see what comes out on the evidence so, of that. So from from my point of view, if the if the if the victim, or the, the in this case the person who's uh, wrong, they say forgive him, then should we be feel more angry? Wait, does it change for, our judgment? Right. How does yeah. that affect if they accept it? She comes out no, accused him. Everybody I think it gets has upset, and she's okay with it. his apology. Well, you think that does not? No, I'm with no. different. I mean, once again, it doesn't change his action. It's an entirely separate yeah. person's reaction. Yeah. I don't think that we're dealing with this stuff earnestly. Why can't the part of the discussion be how how do we overcome these things? Why can't part of the discussion be recognizing the humanity in other people and accepting not everyone is perfect? Looking at um, people's patterns of past behavior, looking at their behavior today, and then making... A conscious, informed decision on how we treat our politicians. All right, <laughs> Why do we got to go? I mean, it makes you no sense. You almost sound like the father of that kid that got caught raping the unconscious you girl sure and was saying, "What? That was actually my thing. That he I didn't have that exactly. He wrote a letter to the judge. You sound like your man's He wrote a letter to the judge saying that he should not ruin this kid's life. Hold on, hold on. I didn't get that at all. Just so you feel better. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's got these grades. He got into the school. He's a swimmer. Yeah, he doesn't for one mistake. He, uh, you know, he didn't say he got caught raping an unconscious girl, but it shouldn't ruin the rest of his life. Yeah, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> <laughs> you said I know the how you got that. And time you humanity. See, once again, once see, once again, we're going ahead and we're um, ignoring the fact that there's obviously some lines that you just don't cross, right? Right. You know, I mean, that's like you saying to me that then you must be um, okay for um, somebody who's into pedophilia, you know, or like, it you know, child molestation to go ahead and um, to let them back in a, in a public sphere on some capacity. And I think that there, I, I think that there's some lines that, yeah, definitely you don't cross. And when you cross them, unfortunately, you demonstrated that there is something deeply wrong with, I don't know, your personality, maybe your mentality, maybe your mind that eliminates you from being in certain sectors of society, you know, public office or jobs or whatever it may be. But that's all in considering what actually was done. And for and to sit here and to sit here to make this combined claim that um, you know, raping um a woman behind the dumpster uh or, you know, slapping somebody's, you know, ass and stuff is somehow like, you know, they're all in the same basket. I they're so, not. So they're, they're not, not going so to be like, what treated. is rehabilitatable and what is like unforgivable. Yeah. And who decides that? Well, they yeah. have to, As a society, we need to talk about this. Harassment versus assault. Yeah, but we're not talking about that. So yeah. the, the earlier we had the argument here that we should all we, we, we should just all consider it the worst possible thing <laughs> uh, and we and, and we should, you know, just um, eliminate 
any and everybody in the political sphere, no matter what they did, and then somehow in a future day no, we should go back to some type of normalcy. We no, that's what I, I think. They should just be charged. I, I wish there was a way they could be charged. And, and if it's assault, then they need to be charged with assault. And okay. that's exactly what's happening. You've got a Senate committee that is going to look into Al Franken, mm-hmm. and then it is up to us as the voters to decide where each of us draw the if line. Right. Whether he went over the line, whether more went over the line, that's going to be drawn by each member of society. And remember, this is just the beginning. I'll be interested to see, because Beinbard said outright that she knows and is in the process of moving allegations against one Democratic and one Republican senator mm-hmm. right now. So this is just the start of this conversation. It's not yes. just going to be Al soon. Well, we have to think one in five women are raped. As, again, as much as I liked him as a senator, and I really did, he was to me like one of the guys I was mm-hmm. like, actually... I Hope wouldn't he would be run for president. that sad if he became a casualty of, again, us figuring things out where it's just better for all of us. So I, I think, unfortunately, it'll make it good harder. But see, Let's I kind of uh, like that we're yeah. outraged by this. It makes me feel good because for years we've just not been It's all been swept it. under. We're still finding out I get out what you're saying, things. but I kind of like that for all of a sudden this is wrong. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that may feel good. Yeah, it, it, it may go ahead and feel good, yeah. but is and I and I'm all for like emotional venting on these situations. Right. I don't think that we should go ahead and take the feeling into you know Our how we judge behavior. these situations. I think that we should we should go ahead and you know try to approach this in a very you know humane and understanding fashion. I just I'm just looking at the victims in a humane fashion. <laughs> That's who I care about right now. Well, well, see, once again, it's like you know, it's your interpretation of, of, of what a yeah. victim is, right? But that's you know? if they get their But if I if I yeah. knew that you know there was an Al Franken who grabbed somebody's ass, and there was somebody that I didn't like as much that hadn't grabbed a woman's ass, it's my right to say, hey, I really don't want the ass grabber in Congress because I'm actually trying to set a higher standard. So that is what each voter has to decide for themselves. Like, where do you draw the line? And in my case, I tend to go Republican anyway, but I would certainly never vote for more ever. I mean, because of what he did. Like, even the line shouldn't be on singular actions. The line should be on people's um, demonstrated behavior over time, which is a reflection of how they think in their ideologies well, and what do they think of it should be on the person so one sexual think, assault is okay five is not once again let's not go binary on this it's all a context right it's all what we're talking about here there are certain things that obviously <laughs> indicates you have a, men, a mental okay. illness well, it also, it also makes it's just you not wonder just, about just the not other the action, things that are not been recorded yeah, because, on. like right. what else did he do that is yeah, we we're up to two. About. How many else are there? Because, like you said, yeah. like pedophilia is not forgivable. Well, I don't think rape is forgivable. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, for me, they're the same I agree. Thing. I agree. But th- I mean, yeah. But once again, are we talking about Al Franken raping somebody? See how easy it is to like just go ahead and like sure. mentally dump it all into one all right, category so, or the right. other. So how about, any type no, of how about how you wonder if he if he has that kind of attitude towards women that he doesn't respect them? What else has he done that we just don't right. know about? How about Clinton well, that's with, everybody. Clinton <laughs> with Monica it Lewinsky? But got now it. that's there, it makes you think. You 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 found like a huge character flaw that's present in like. Well, that's assuming that he things. has that character flaw, right. right? And all those people at SNL that worked with him from 
don't know how many years said that he's been nothing but yeah. up and up. And like I said, <laughs> I what about his? What about him legislating um, policies to go ahead and protect women who've been raped? I, Why is that I not considered? Don't. Why don't we judge him by that standard? Because that makes no difference. To yeah, me. that's hypocrisy. So. Like the the Weinstein piece again. Do yeah. stuff like that. Trump so, hired women yeah, there's, to there's head some of his companies, or you know, it's yeah. I, that's we're not talking about Harvey Weinstein here. We're talking about we are talking about Harvey Weinstein. We're talking about which we're not judging people as far we're as talking about whole, what how yeah, society they judges you know, yeah. based on what yeah. they've done. I could be a murderer but still do an animal charity. That but we're not talking about those extreme person. things. We're not talking about Al Franken murdering and raping a woman. We're talking about him going ahead and in a skit forcing a kiss and pretending to go ahead and grab somebody's boobs. We're not talking about that extreme so he needs to be you know representation. But as far as his cat as far as vouching for someone's character, I think it, you could look at it the same as far as who, I want to say Ted Bundy his co-workers loved him, mm-hmm. for instance now, is Al Franken anywhere near that? No, but his, Al Franken's co-workers loved him too and if Ted Bundy's co-workers can love him, someone that did things that heinous mm-hmm. well, I mean what, what, yeah, like what value do we assign to people being like, oh yeah, I knew him at work. He was really cool. There's no way he could have mm-hmm. done that. You don't know. Well, you don't know. C.K. Lewis did not do one thing to woman mm-hmm. that he hadn't asked for consent for before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he thought he was in the. So he thought he was in the right, but society judged him wrong. Louis He's the guy that masturbated. Louis mm-hmm. Oh, Louis C.K. Uh, yeah, Louis C.K. He he asked women, other comedians, and his jokes were all about masturbating in front oh, of people yeah. and stuff like that. Well, and talk about his and demons. He, and then he actually he... did it. He asked a woman, hey, you mind if I masturbate in front of you? And mm-hmm. they, I guess, thought he was joking, or sometimes there are some claims that maybe they thought that he would go against them when he didn't imply that or say anything. He just would ask a woman flat out, can I masturbate here? And they would kind of say yes, maybe thinking he was joking, and then he would actually do it. Uh-huh. And society has judged them harshly, so... I don't know, I mean, I, it's, but society, no, it's... He had power yeah. And he said, he acknowledged that in his apology, he said, I realized that it wasn't a fair, yeah. it wasn't really a true even question. Right. Yeah. I had but we don't talk this. about that. We should talk yeah. about those apologies and those acceptances of your behavior. We should, we should be representing into that. society. You keep bringing up things that I don't care about. Well, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. I do not You're care You're funny. I've yeah. apologized a hundred times. I don't care. Well, that's unfortunate, but um, no, it's not just about individually what you care about. It's about the entire society I don't, think, I don't think we should be looking for an apology. And, and it is society, and this is yeah. two yeah. sides of society. Yeah. You would forgive Al Franklin. She would man, not. Yeah. By the way... Versus a, mm-hmm. a woman. Well, a woman. I'm not saying all men and all women, you know, but. And I don't care if he apologizes a hundred times, and if I feel guilty, I hope that, I mean, or if I accept his apology, I don't care. The court um, better take him and do whatever he's Imagine if we took that line and apply it to a whole bunch of other transgressions in society. Imagine if we held Obama. Wait a second. Imagine if we held. Okay, now, well, imagine on. if we talked about. What, imagine if we called Obama a flat out, he's a murderer. And he's a murderer because he authorized the use of drones overseas in other countries what ended up killing innocent people. Imagine if we went ahead and said, no, it doesn't matter. He went ahead and said yes, which means that he is a murderer, which means that we should be putting him in jail right it now. It doesn't matter. Oh, oh, suddenly it legal, depends, right? Legal. Suddenly it, it no, depends, right? You know? That's okay, not the same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> 
was another one. Because we're talking. Yeah, that's a that's, different topic. Let's oh, talk see, now it's different. Criminals. It's the same thing. No, no, let's no, talk no. About it's the same ideological yeah. pattern. It's the no, same no, ideological no. thought that's process. It's just, see, now we had a line where one is okay. Ooh. He wasn't doing it for his own gratification. And it yeah. also depends on how Does it matter? Yeah. See, now we have the right. judge. You're under, see, this is what I'm bringing out here is that now we're looking at the context, right? No, I'm, no. That's what you're exactly no, really no, reaching. I, I said, what is the legal? How is that reaching? No, I said, legal? How is that reaching? I wouldn't defend, I mean, if Obama hurt somebody, I would be, and it was illegal. I would be advocating for the victim. It is illegal to kill um, innocent civilians with drones. I don't care if Obama apologized to that victim a hundred times. I'm still going to advocate for the victim. It's, it's for according to UN policy. It is illegal for him to do that. That's another issue. See, uh, okay, all right. Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm alone in this. I see, <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. We're talking more about and, somebody um, committing a crime and somebody being like. Let's keep it on a let's and not go to country versus uh, country. Well, I don't you're, understand you're how you're that's not alone in that. I agree with you that there's going to be a Senate committee that determines if this is a transgression that will determine whether he can be removed or not. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm accepting of their uh, piece as as a voter, I have my vote and I have the right to base it on whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And th- there is certainly a basis of saying, "All right, I need to look at this." I need to weigh it, and is this enough to push me towards somebody that I wouldn't have voted for, mm-hmm. given that he's done this and his opponent hasn't, even if I slightly agree with his views more, and if I greatly agree with his, his mm-hmm. views more. And that's what society's being asked right now. our politicians are not above the legal system. Right. So yeah. they still have to have their day in court. Mm-hmm. Right. So if, you know, if they're found guilty for their action, I mean, yeah. I really don't care if they're kept in office, to tell you the truth. That's mm-hmm. not what I care about. Yeah. I care that they go to court and have their, you know... There's a bunch of angry Muslims over in countries uh, right now saying that I don't care, you know, you know, I, I don't care about any of that either. What I, what I, long as we get Obama in front of um, a UN tribunal where he's where he's held accountable, and George W. Bush, where, where they are held accountable for killing innocent civilians, that's what matters to me. Well, you know, I mean, it's all me, in the eye of the beholder. Like that's a whole new. Like I would have to digress. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's not relevant yeah. but i didn't want to get the, on that because it didn't it would take the like thought process to me is very similar that's what i'm bringing out is that we can go ahead and distinguish and talk about the context and when it comes to that but to talk about the context when it comes to sexual assault or sexual harassment and the al franken situation in particularly it's like the i i, I hear this thing of like, well, no, we need to go ahead and not talk about the context because the context doesn't matter right now. What matters is is that Al Franken and maybe people like him are used as examples and um, you know are sacrificed to a larger goal and cause. I don't need them you as an examples. I need every last one. I think you're not hearing me. He's <laughs> <laughs> saying you don't. Every last line. You can't have like the point where you say no society does not find any sexual assault ever on your record mm-hmm. 
any of that disqualifies you from being a politician. Yeah. And that's a perfectly valid reason to disqualify it. And I agree with her. I mean, even mm-hmm. as a man, I actually agree that in context, unless I really, really hated an opponent to the level out where I was willing to forgive that sort of thing, I, I would probably vote against anybody who has any sexual assault against them. And, assault and I know. Do you, do you consider what Franklin did sexual assault? Grabbing somebody's ass when you were we getting grabbed in somebody's ass. We would have to yeah, absolutely grab somebody's ass. That's the second. The second. Well, that's allegation. allegation. I'm talking about what we know. Okay. To the first that lady. question, what we did, would have to study to study legal precedent of what constitutes assault. Okay. So, by your standard of and allegations versus that. what we know, Moore has zero people because this all happened in 1970s and nothing can be proven. Yeah. Whereas Al at least has one. Mm-hmm. But no, I I'm willing to take stories. In general, right now, I'm trying. I'm especially with this Me Too movement. I'm tending to believe in women. I don't think that people are turning this into a power thing. I do believe Hillary Clinton covered up a rape. I do believe that Al Franklin grabbed an ass. I do believe Roy Moore hit on a bunch of. Well, the guys. question is, is, do you think what Al Franklin did, from what he know, was sexual assault? Yes, that's what he was okay. asking. But grabbing, what? grabbing the ass, definitely taking the picture because it was used. To harass but somebody, is physical yeah. contact. So taking a picture could not but be assault. He, kiss he touched. He, Before he grabbed hands, he, a woman said to him, "No, I don't want you to kiss me." And then, and then during a skit, he grabbed the woman's face and, and made him kiss her, her closer and made him kiss. And took a picture, putting yeah, his okay. hand on her. Chest. So did what? So what did Frank uh, Alfred can do with sexual assault? On. It wasn't actually on. Oh, yeah, I think like it was just pretending. Right. Yeah. See, we're getting the context here, right? We're getting into like, hmm, well, let's go ahead and... That's what I'm talking about is what we need to do. We're, we have to look at this stuff. But I, but I see what you're saying. You're like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And, you know, it's a sexual assault. Then they, need, then they should not be in the public sphere. They should not have um, so you know, not, possession. Do you not think and I agree with that. wrong. And I, I agree with that. I, I think what he did was... I the public sphere thing more. I, mean, I was just <laughs> talking more about, like, just taking them to court. I'm thinking about, you know, if... That happened to me. If mm-hmm. Al Franken did that to me, I mean, that would be how I can answer this. Maybe mm-hmm. would I feel like I was sexually assaulted? So, if I remember correctly, he kissed this woman. He also shoved his tongue down her throat. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that was yes. part of the story yeah. too. And shared the photo, and she felt shamed, and that was bad. But remember, we also have photos of her like doing almost like the exact assault. same thing in the yeah, exact same event. Really. All right, so you're at a so yeah. now yeah. you're I mean, trying to justify using assault. their. Past, and that's a big problem with you're sexual assault. You're playing the defense attorney. I've already told uh, Yeah, <laughs> like you're maybe she needs to get hit with similar things, and she should never run for politics. But the reality is that trying to bring up their past, I don't care if a woman slept with every person in Atlanta. Yeah, I don't think that if they don't want their ass grabbed by you, you should do. I agree. And by the same token, you can't, like, if if the soldier comes out and says, yeah, she shoved her tongue down my throat, I don't believe she should ever run for political office either. Okay. And because legally... Can can I give you a legal... I mean, kind of like, it says any type... This is a wider thing. What what are you defining? The Uh, word sexually assault. Sexual assault. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, sexual assault is any type of sexual contact... Or behavior. That part is what kind of gives it a... That occurs without the explicit consent of the recipient. So, yeah. So, I mean, are we moving into a a territory where... Because in that case, you know, sexual assault happens, like, 
by the minute. Somebody's exactly. sexual assaulting somebody's like, right, right now. The, you right. you could actually place. define it as like so rape and grabbing. So yeah, it kiss. already happens by the minute. Maybe yeah, by the second. Like right now, happens. somebody's doing it right now. It's it's hard because in our society we we you know we haven't codified all human behavior. So things are, are like happening she within these shades of gray. So so you're you're not wrong on a lot of your piece here, but that's what each voter has to decide for themselves. And there is not going to be right now. There's an extreme where all these people are brought up, but it's just being put out there, and it's up to the voter to decide at what level is this going to weigh on my political candidate mm-hmm. choice. And that's one reason that our politicals work. It's almost this weird like. We're voting on whether this is okay or not through like political elections. Yeah, and I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, is that and, and that's I that's the thing. Like I don't that. like that. I don't like that either. I don't it's like I said initially, things. we need to go back. If you want to change stuff, it, it starts with yeah, it doesn't yeah. just occur. Teenage. It starts with kids. Right. It, just it starts like with education. California is going to stop the hush money, and they're hoping that this spreads to a lot of other states where you can pay somebody off. To, to keep them quiet about it. You can it settle, but you can't pay to keep them quiet. Right. You, the, the settlement money will be kept secret, and you'll be kept out of jail, but they have the right as to talk to whoever. Um, the you, you uh, We've talked about the two female senators, one Democrat, one Republican, Briber, and I don't remember the Republican's name, uh, coming up with this bill that eliminates this need. And Ryan's, Paul Ryan has said that every congressperson will now go through through training as far as learning like everything appropriate and whatnot. And don't so, we get that training at work? Like sexual I haven't ever had they it. not show that video? You know what they do Congress? at work? They give you a packet and they're like, no, read, the, read the policy. I had to watch a whole video. Really? I've, I've been at I mean, yeah, I've been I at companies. I've yet to be, be at a company funny. where they make you watch a video. They give you a packet and they're like, Read our policy. You know, if it happens, you know, we'll, we'll go and deal with you. But I've never had to watch a video. I watched yeah. the whole video. So I've never seen it. The next step will be like, are you guys starting to try to introduce this sort of thing into schools? Or you guys um, are the teachers? Well, they're very, very young. They're yeah, but, but no, you deal with personal space and stuff with the children. The little yeah, ones. it's like for a very little for kids. that for that concept of it. It's like how to offer a hug. Like, you don't just hug anybody, they might not want one. Which is at a very basic level. It's like yeah. you consent before you touch somebody. And I think that's good. You do need to stay Yeah, and, and even and the boys and girls, they learn to say, no, I don't want that right now. And now I see things, <laughs> you know, like on Facebook and social media that, you know, don't make your child hug yeah. someone. Yeah. Don't, don't say Johnny or Susie. You know, hug such and such. Even at family gatherings, and you have to because how are they supposed to know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate? Well, and they're learning that they don't have control over what what whether they're touched or not. I agree. And I don't. And I think you're right, Savannah. Is that this is not the the perfect medium to figure this stuff out? Is not through like our politicians. Politicians. I I mean, it's like it's such a horrible way to go ahead and work on this issue. It's like to vote your candidate out means that an indication now in societies we should do. It's like that's that's, how it happens. You know, that's that's one way of how it happens. But we, I feel like maybe there was a time in the past where, or maybe with other things like with um, drug addiction and stuff like that, that there was a concerted effort by states and federal government to push out programs that. You know, informed people and educated people on like, hey, this is not how you do things. This is how you should do things. And it's like that's not that, that, happening yet. 
maybe, may, maybe eventually well, it will get there. We've been saying that for a long time, and nothing's ever been, you know, we've been saying one in five women are raped. What are yeah. we going to do about it? And it seems like nothing's ever changed. And our big now that the big power players are coming out, now that people in Hollywood, now that the... Maybe this would... Yeah. We'll bring it out. Like, well, Wonder Woman make more made a person get thrown oh, yeah. out of the company. Yeah. Well, I won't do a sequel. He right, won't right, do a yeah. sequel because, yeah... yeah. Unless he's now thrown away. Well, and House of Cards guy, that show. And that's my favorite show, so man, too. Oh, Look man. what happened. I know. That's we really so messed far. up. That's, that's, it's not like voting, but it's like, you know, I don't think people are going to want to watch you, so you're out. Like, yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's yeah. House of Cards and Transparent both got canceled. I know. Two yeah. of my favorite shows. Yeah. House of Cards hasn't been canceled. Uh, yeah, well, it, absolutely, they are not. But he's out. They, it's, it's not going to be the it's same. It's currently gotten stopped. Yeah. They're looking at possibly replacing him. The, Transparent, they they're also looking movie. at going without the main character, yeah. which yeah. I have no idea how they sure. do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wow. you know, but I, you know, to be clear, you know, I think what Al Franken did was completely wrong. It was, you know, disrespectful, tasteless, and if these new allegations prove true, you know, well, now we're setting a press. You know, now we're setting a pattern of behavior here. Which then that definitely moves into my territory of how I think of things, and I'm the type of person where I would like to go ahead and believe in certain cases, not every single case. If you're a serial killer running around people, I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, maybe we can go ahead and you know rehabilitate you yeah. and let's look at the context <laughs> and stuff like that. But in certain things, and at least with the Al Franken situation, this in particular, it looks like we have a person here who has shown remorse for what they did. Um, what the what they did in the context surrounding it, um, you know, seems like okay. I, I can see how you know Al Franken being a comedian in that environment, how he got into that situation. So, and we also have him not lying, deflecting, or really making any excuses per se. And people do change, and, and people I'm with change. You. I'm so, with you, in con- and so in con- considering all those things, I, I I don't look at him as he should be this. You know, sacrificial lamb to a larger cause. I feel like we can deal with this another way. You know, and that that that's my take on him as a person. And the difference between him and Al, what is his name, Roy Moore, to me, is that we have Roy Moore who's pretending like he doesn't know these people who he does know. I mean, he wrote in their yearbook. Um, We have you know evidence of him being banned from a mall for stalking women. And well, I'm sorry, girls, little girls, yes. teenage girls, 14, 15 year olds. That alone is just the end of it. Yeah, and, and send um, the subject. And right he there. categorically <laughs> denies everything, even though there is a swarm of people out there around him who are like, "Yeah, we all knew that this yeah. was happening." We don't have any of those things in Al Franken's situation. So we have a we. I, I see with Roy Moore a more distinguished pattern of behavior to me that seems more reliable. On like this guy is a bad bad dude, and not only that. Like his personality is he's he's a deflector and he's a liar. You so know? that's his... what I'm saying. I think he believes his own lies though. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't understand what he's he doesn't have remorse like the other guy. And you, which is why he, he did all this stuff you, in the first you place. have any yeah. basis that he I mean again you just talked about does a time period matter? I mean we're talking over thirty years ago. We're talking about consistency, though. This guy has done this, like, not once, twice, three. We're talking about there are five or six who's, like, you know, came out. 30 30 years ago. So are you saying that there is a point where, I mean, and we're not even talking about content. uh, What's it called? Actual contact. 
the extent I'm aware, right? Like, he was a creeper. I'm just saying that pattern of behavior at some point does trump uh, uh, a time period. You know, I'm, I'm saying that if you were banned from a mall from doing this, that's a pattern of deep behavior. For the record, you, for the record I agree yeah. that what more did should <laughs> keep him out of office, but people have the right to decide where lines are yeah, drawn sure. or if yeah, lines sure. are drawn. Mm-hmm. According sure. to Angie, if there's anything sexual, I'm voting for your opponent. And mm-hmm. that's just all there is to it. No, I think I, y'all misunderstood me. What, what oh, part oh. of I don't care? I, <laughs> I don't care. Did yeah. I misunderstand? I just don't. I, in the court <laughs> is what I'm talking about. As a voter? What about as a voter? I, that is all. I don't, You're saying you want to see them go to court specifically yeah, I about care about that. So if the court is there and we've got Al Franklin, who can be taken to court, and more, and who's way past the statute of limitation. Really well, we're not talking we're just talking about, about legality. We're talking yeah. about you can't run ethics. for president. You can mm-hmm. run. We have to like morality. The morality, the ethics of yeah, whether yeah. time period or not. Well, more did uh, how many people? Fourteen. Or more, I mean, there was like five or six that explicitly came out and said that he, they've been chasing him around. And then there's well, he the. Drugged them. That's, that's, I'm going to say that's one or two that said he drugged them. When they were yeah. yeah, there was a, yeah. There's a vivid. Brought, brought this him girl to a cabin. A little. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Girl and and, and, and then there's a bunch of people around him saying they he's been doing it for like years ever. and years, forever. And his wife's 14 and years. Even, even if, even let's say, in, in his turn as during the office, he, he, disrespect, he disrespected. The place he worked too. Yeah, yeah. Even just from a career standpoint, it kind of feel like it just makes it feel like these things go ahead. It's kind of like at our jobs, right? We could be doing a terrific job, Mm -hmm. but if we're found for sexual harassment, we're getting fired. We don't really think you represent what this company is. You're just disgraceful, and and you're not allowed to be there. Can we just quote that? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're getting fired. <laughs> yeah. Once again, yeah, you're, you're you're getting you're getting fired. Yeah, if you're doing that at the workplace. Yeah. But um, and are, they still investigate yeah. it and yeah, make true. sure it's But um, but true. are you getting fired at your job if, in Roy Moore's instance, somebody well, comes to your boss and says, "Hey, uh, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, you know, we heard of him going around trying to go ahead and, um, you know, prey on fourteen and fifteen years olds." Or on the flip side. Is out is somebody getting fired if somebody shows up to your job saying, "Hey, uh, ten years ago, um, I have a photo of that employee over there, um, you know, grabbing somebody's boobs, and we have a long story of him, like, you know, go ahead and force somebody out of the job." Uh, so, exactly. uh, you would absolutely be fired. Yeah. He yeah, he exactly. shoved he shoved his tongue down my throat and then took a picture and showed all my coworkers of him grabbing my boob and I have that picture right here. H- 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 I would be fired. Like, now, somebody in power, maybe not. Maybe that's what maybe we're so. figuring out because oh I know my, my butt would be fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my second. my ass would be fired and they would say, "Don't let this guy program ever again." But <laughs> well, maybe so. these people in power. They've apparently been getting away with this stuff. And that's that's possible. And what we're finding out is, and what society is luckily moving towards, no, there's no line. If you broke it, you are no longer an acceptable employee regardless of your power. And if you get fired as a programmer, which has, I mean, I don't know your job exactly, but... A politician who's elected to Mm -hmm. represent people versus a programmer who, I mean... 
Yeah. Does it really matter? If I'm hiring a program, I couldn't care less, you know, what you like to do. In yeah, your, in your past. Yeah, like exactly. Like it's strictly yeah. like a, I guess, a skill trade base. Right? I don't know. He's a liability part. because he's going to be sitting next to other women in the job. Well, it all depends well, on the context. Con- you'll consider the yeah. past, then you kind of try to figure out if, if this kind of behavior would repeat again sure. if you're on the hiring context. Well, right. yeah, at, at a literal job first, it's like, well, you know, is this true? If you're somebody randomly right. coming off the tree giving me, like, this information, you talk, go and talk to that employee. Somebody said that you've been doing such and such and such or whatnot, and then that employee has their, you know, say, and then their, well, I guess there's an evaluation, you know, an evaluation yeah. process. And depending upon what is done, yeah, there's a situation, yeah, immediately you're out the door, or, you know, there's a, hmm, um, well, who knows? Maybe that person is Before, vice president of the of the company. Would they immediately can them, or you know, at all? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. They're supposed. That's they're why supposed HR to. is supposed to be completely. I mean, if separate you, if, from that, if, if that picture HR came out, can be, the company can be sued and all that for not taking those allegations seriously. Yeah. So I think we got it figured out somehow in the workplace. Yeah. So but now, for some reason, it's not figured out. I thought I heard something about like Congress saying they needed a third party so, HR. Kind yeah, of that's why. Because yeah. that's so what it we comes, do. It comes back to Dave was saying each person had to make that decision. Yeah. Right. Well, at, the end, well, at the end of the day, we are yeah. the employer. Here's a picture of somebody doing something bad. Oh, and by the way, he grabbed this other woman's ass too. But he represents your values. Otherwise, uh, would you consider like giving him a free pass this time? Yes, yeah, no. and the HR cannot. I've studied we are that HR. because I am a manager. I have had to study some yeah. situations like that. I worked with a kid who yeah. hugged the teacher at Duluth High School and was suspended for a year and lost his college. Oh. Well, there's lots of stories like that too, but you and can't point at those and say the, that that's always the case. They have a the video of the, of the hug, and it mm. looks like a completely innocent hug. I've, I have to believe that. I've gone a, that on a date. Oh, why not? Why not? <laughs> I've gone on a date or two with my anatomy teacher. Things like that do happen. It's that all that happens. It's, it's high school. We, yes, I was a high school student. Yeah, but this was in really? school. Yeah, nothing. You said she looked like she needed a hug. Happened, but we that's so insane. Of, you see when he just walks up to the front of her and he just gives her a hug wow. around the shoulder. I would never press charges yeah. from him because I wanted to go. Yeah. Because that's insane. She, because she said like something. What did she say? He. She told him. Not, not to serious. hug her, right? And and he's and he they had like a, you know a, a, a good relationship. Not, he hugs all the teachers, right. and yeah. that's the kind of kid he is. But she she told him not to do that, and he did it again, yes. and that was that. Maybe she felt it was some weird gross power. There there may have been more to that story than what he led to believe, mm. and what his parents led to believe. Like, well, you can see she it. She might it's know on, his history it, from it like on TV. here. Like, who knows? Maybe he had been yeah, giving good vibes all year. I'm pretty certain, like from an esoterical perspective, there's not a principal that would actually have somebody suspended for a year, given that video. So there had to be a more. I'm mm, almost. I don't know. He was on. He was interviewed on the news. I mean, we're we're, we're we're here ready well, to go ahead and like you know draw the draw you know. I can see in the bureaucracy that happening. We have a video reported that it happened. We're going to go ahead and cut it right here and there. But you said that person, they got, it's on their record or something? He got, it was like he lost his senior year. He, he lost his senior year, but he didn't get any charges or anything. No. Like that. 
really random. Are we gonna talk about conspiracy? Man, uh, oh we, my god, I, I got too late. It's my fault. I, I got no well, this was still quite a interesting conversation. You wanna hang out for a second? We can go ahead and do that. I'm gonna hang out for a second. You gotta go. You know, understand. I'm sorry I showed up late. That's not bad. It happens. Yeah, we would have left now with you. But thank you guys for coming out again, and um. You know, um, I appreciate you guys coming consistently as you guys have. It's really been a pleasure. You know? Yeah. Um, without you guys, you know, it would, it would be me and maybe a few people coming in and out here and there. But just me sitting here waiting and talking to myself, I guess. I, I really appreciate you guys. I always enjoy it. I yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. For the record, uh, he, the teacher alleges that he kissed her on the neck several times. Oh. 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 <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. stay in Yeah, we're gonna share. We're gonna do a little bit of conspiracy talk for a second here. Tomorrow's kind of like a kind of semi weekend day. Sort of. Okay, okay. But otherwise, we would normally go. Yeah. And then this so weekend, I was gonna talk about um, good old David Ickle oh, yeah. and um, our interdimensional Bye, reptiles. Okay. I don't know if you guys heard of that. No, of, I hadn't uh, heard you didn't heard of the. The famous interdimensional reptiles? No. What? You mean uh, Alex Jones? It did start with him. Okay. See, no, it boy. started with oh, David Ickle. You've heard of David Ickle, right? I've heard of David <laughs> Ike. Is it David Ike? Uh, it may be Ike. I think, I no, think, it's, I think it's, it's spelled I-C-K-E. It's either like K-E. It's either I-C-K-L-E or I-C-K-E. But that's the I, person I'm talking about. I White think. hair. Um, yeah, David. I think yeah, it's David. Ike, yeah, he's I think. really into um, you know that uh, like counterculture. Um, yeah, you know, you know LSD type of stuff and, and whatnot. I don't, I've never heard of you heard of yeah David Ike. I think you're right. Yeah, David Ike. David Ike. Yeah, I'm sorry, go. David Ickle. David Ike. Yeah. Yeah, show them picture. Do you, you recognize that guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah him. Yeah. What about him? Uh, he is like. Conspiracy before conspiracy was cool. Like, um, grew up in England and um, he tried to go ahead and run for politics a few times. Really good public speaker and whatnot. But, um, you know, as an independent candidate guy, it never really caught on. And um, this was back in the 70s and 80s or so. And uh, after that, he, uh, he began to um, study more like the occult and um, he began to get into um, uh, psychedelics and uh, you know drug experimentation and he, he he's famously quoted as saying that he he had this epiphany like he came across this idea that or this feeling that he was being watched and somebody was like constantly on his peripheral that he couldn't see but following some that's type of course that's acid that's acid I'm completely I know that uh, feeling I'm serious like dude yeah that's you are an yeah. like seriously right yeah. so and yeah, um like after that he um, decided he wanted to more lecture about um how the humans can only see a certain spectrum of light and um, how just outside of the spectrum there can be all sorts of, uh, you know, acid trip type I'm of stuff. I'm right? yeah, like. <laughs> so, but he, but he took it seriously. He wanted to talk about how there are things outside of this spectrum <laughs> that um, are affecting our, um, you know, our, our, our who energy. we are, our being, our energy. <laughs> and he started doing his talking tours. Nobody took him seriously. And he was like, okay, well, whatever. Um, but, you know, and he's, he's quoted as saying, Actually, that liberated him. 
because um, it helped him get over his fear of what people thought about him as a person. So he was like, I'm just going to believe whatever I want to believe at this point. Anyway, he took this um, spirit journey to Peru and uh, hung mm. out around with... Uh, I want to you know, do that. Yeah, you know, That's on my bucket he's, list. He's probably doing ayahuasca and, like, yes. you know, chilling and stuff like that, getting in touch with himself. And right. after that is um, when he came up with this true belief that there are spiritual entities and beings out there that are following us and, 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 and um, pushing on our reality. And uh, he came up with this theory that these interdimensional f- beings feed off of our emotional states, right? You know, hate, love, fear. I mean, this is counterculture stuff, right? You know, I mean, it like, sounds like the angel, devil. Yes, exactly. And so, um, and how we react to our world, you know, how much fear we feel, how much hate and stuff either empowers those beings or um, disempowers them. And so um, he went back to uh, Britain, started like, really honing this and then he went to the United States and started touring in the um, early 90s coming out with these cassette tapes coming out with these <laughs> books and stuff pretty much propagating this um, this kind of spirituality but also this um, conspiracy and he began tying it into politics his theory developed into this whole full blown thing where he believed in his um, meditations and his studies and his spiritual journeys that he got insight into there being these extra dimensional creatures that resembled reptiles and they moved among us. Lizard people? Mm-hmm. Is it lizard, lizard people? He believed that these beings are descendants from ancient species of people that actually had bodies like at one dinosaurs. Point during the Sumerians. <laughs> Back in that time period, they actually um, interacted with humans and they somehow spliced and changed the human DNA to make us the humans we are today. Since then, they've retreated into this kind of alternate dimension where they watch humanity and they fight their own political wars and whatnot. But um, some of them are good, but most of them are bad. And the bad ones try to make humanity as afraid and hateful as possible because it gives them energy. And there's this whole war behind the scenes. Some of them are able to cloak and change themselves into being humans. Oh. These type of people believe George was Bush. It George Bush and Obama. It's, 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 like, it's, 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 and there's all these famous like YouTube like, videos, pictures like, look at their ears, man. It looks, looks, looks kind of reptilian, doesn't it? What's interesting is that these people who believe in this conspiracy started tracing the bloodlines of famous presidents. They really believe. And yeah, and they were able to actually decipher that a lot of our presidents are like, you know, 12th, 11th removed cousins and stuff. Uh They share like uh some deep answers. But of course, to these people, they're like, oh, see, see, it's all going back to one line of um, reptilian people who are, you know, really ruling society and stuff. You know, David Icke, he's like the original conspiracy theorist. theorist. He's the person, all these other conspiracies we we hear today, (laughs) Today, it's all Alex modeled Jones. after yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff. I know exactly like um, the whole Illuminati, all that type of stuff. That all that came from like Dude. a lot of David Ickelstor, and he's still uh, is he still alive? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like still so doing touring, the same right? stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah still yeah. talking oh, yeah. about it. You know, coming out with books, man. You know, telling you about the evil reptilian people. And his audience has gone up in like the last. Oh, I want to say was it, it Trump that might have tweeted oh, about it? Something like that, and his audience has like gone up, double, just yeah, tripled in like the last two years. Yeah, 
cult yeah. or whatever. And how I heard about this was actually a long time ago because I've always been interested in conspiracy and stuff. To me, they're like scary stories, right? You know, as a kid, you listen to like a scary, you're like, ooh. As a teenager, I used to listen to this show called Coast to Coast AM. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's an AM radio station that was <laughs> very popular like in the 80s and 90s or so. And um, a famous host guy named Art Bell ran the show for a long time. This was before YouTube and all this stuff. He, he was like the guy for conspiracy. He was like Howard Stern for conspiracy on the radio. And this show was huge. It was very massive in the 80s and 90s. He would get on all these weird people and they would talk about how they've been abducted by aliens, the time travelers from the future coming back to now and trying to save humanity. He would interview these people in a very deadpan and real fashion getting what they really thought and he would never judge them right. he would just be like oh, okay that's really cool you know it was really really popular obviously towards the end of you know the 90s and 2000s you have the internet now you can go ahead and find your pet conspiracy theory yes. on there all that stuff went down so Coast to Coast AM it's still around uh, but it's only like in select areas but as a teenager, I used to go ahead, like some nights before I go to sleep, I'll go ahead and get, I had this little boombox. Let me see if I can find that station. And I find the, 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 the Coast to Coast AM station, and I'll, and I'll listen to like these stories. Yeah. And uh, David Icke was on there several times talking about, like, yeah, man, there's these extra dimensional like, you know, re- reptiles, and they're ruling our country. And he'd be like super wow. serious and like passionate about it. And he was like, so oh. Yeah. That's, I mean, That's kind of cool. yeah. it really yeah. annoys me that, especially the whole people descending from where, I mean, because then you're really just spitting in the face of hundreds of years of science yeah. and evolution. And, you know, it's kind of like that ancient aliens BS to me, mm-hmm. when it's just like, no, this wasn't given to us by aliens. We came up with this. Like, it, to me, it's like especially insulting because you're like just throwing away all of our progress. It's yeah. Like, people as a civilization. It's just. Oh I mean, God. people found out they can monetize this stuff. And it's yeah. interesting to me to think, like, where's yeah. the... There's, like, a deep need in people to, yeah. for, like, to, like, yeah. believe in that type of Absolutely. thing. You know, like, yeah. where does and it come we, from? I think we deal with some feelings of emptiness and confusion. Yeah. We don't know. We don't yeah. understand death. Um, loneliness. Mm-hmm. So there's a need. There's human need for religion. And we've talked and about this a lot. It's the same and I would venture to say that cults just has yeah. some similar components. Like religion does have saints, for example, mm. and angels and devils. And like I remember when I was big in church when I was little, we learned that like the devil would come back in somebody. Like you know, like hmm. the Antichrist. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, what yeah, it's, the yeah, so we learned about that. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. similar, yeah, a similar a similar concept to things we learn in other religions that but, are not yeah. necessarily that's downright cult. strictly I mean granted Rastafarian is a cult, but ra- that sounds very Rastafarian where you've got an alien race that in, in Rastafarian the aliens are strictly benevolent. They created the humans and said, Alright my children, mm. have fun and we convinced ourselves to not have fun. For the Rastafarians, their goal is to bring it back to the world where humans exist purely for pleasure, mm. so that the aliens will come or back down. Or like Christians, you know. I'm down for that, man. God created <laughs> Adam up. and Eve. <laughs> yeah. And okay. said, you know, enjoy yourself in this lush garden, yeah. and then they just weren't content with that. So then they. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we have stories like that. We do. To explain our being. 
So I think people want to find meaning in things. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes when we can't, we make up our own meaning. We use confirmation bias. I think with things like David Icke stuff and the Illuminati and this and that, I think it's a lot of people that just, frankly, their life hasn't gone the way they want it to, and they need some other structure to blame. If you kind of get so it's not my fault. I'm this. Everything's being controlled by you know sixteen people. Possibly. In, like anyway, when, so that's why I'm you know when living he lost in those my elections, mom's basement when I'm forty. That you know, could something. have been traumatic for him. Some of those. He could have had some, yeah. And along the and lines of the Illuminati, things. we like we actually looked up like there really is a big meeting of all the power people yeah. that occurs in Netherlands. In yeah. Netherlands, yeah, Netherlands yes. Of everybody mm-hmm. just gathering together and basically deciding the world. And one of the ones I was going to bring up, the NSA. For years, there was a whistleblower from AT and T who was dismissed as a disgruntled employee who claimed that the government was asking them for all their information and letting them tap every line in exchange for a large payout. Nobody believed them. There was all this buildup. There was a direct denial, and then Snowden came out, pulled up the file, and pointed out that the government taps every single phone call and thing. And and only in April of this year was it actually discovered that even from that point from Snowden, they've been lying. They did actually use some of the information on cases that had nothing to do with um, what's it, with international affairs. Like their justification was, we're allowed to do this to search for international terrorists. Terrorists, here. yeah. But then they, it's been now been discovered in 2017. They actually used it outside of their allegations, so they went outside of there. Sure. Yeah, wasn't so, there reports of them like tapping like Angela Merkel's line or something like that? Oh like, yeah, that's well. slightly yeah, yeah. different when they tap like a bunch of. Yeah. Then, but here they tapped everything. everything. They literally put a listener, and they paid between AT and T, Facebook, Google, World of Warcraft, <laughs> um, <laughs> like all of these. Uh, places they they paid out fifty six billion dollars and set up these warehouses of data that they were just keeping a copy of the internet so they could content search like if they wanted to find out if you mentioned this guy yeah they would look through the emails that you thought were private That's scary so that actually happened this was a conspiracy theory that everybody laughed it turned off, out being true that turned out to be completely non-fabricated the government big brother really was one sure. mm. although that's not as far-fetched as obviously is that's yeah. something well at least with me until you I see could, the aliens i could gotcha. if someone said that yeah it wouldn't be like completely uh, out of the realms whereas obviously alien people to me that's just something but that the, i don't think <laughs> that goes any further than like she said religion i mean at least it gives something that could one day be scientifically proven mm-hmm. if we could go into these other areas or into space it's the whatnot, same where it could not. never be proven yeah it's right? in a little bit of both right it's like yeah. there's there's people out there who are i mean the, the concept is still looking out towards towards something else to um, you know, I don't know, maybe justify a certain viewpoint or perspective yeah. or, you know, yeah. it's maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe one aspect of it is going out and be like, hey, you know, my life didn't turn out the way it was. So, you know, I want to blame something. And it's easy to go ahead and blame, you know, um, reptilian George W. Bush, sure. you know, rather than maybe your personal life. And maybe it is another thing of like, um, you know, just that feeling of, of, uh, of trying purpose. to... Uh, of higher purpose, yes, yeah, that's yeah, that's the word, yeah, yeah higher, purpose. higher purpose, and um, you know, you just saying, hey, maybe these aliens are out here, maybe we are the special being. We've been doing that for such a long time, right? I mean, I, I sometimes wonder what it, what it would have been like to 
you know, be living in a, live in a world, I don't know, uh, pre-Christianity, like, you know, the BCs. And you literally don't know what this huge thing in the sky is that's a sun. Right. You don't know what this moon is, but you see it all the time. You have no conception of how you got here, why anything is here. Mm-hmm. You don't have any tools to figure it out. But you do got the same kind of brain we have today right. to be like that powerless over knowing what's going on has to be frightening and so you make it up so it's you make up so yeah, make yes, it, up. it's a coping mechanism this is horror right? and stuff like that exactly really, so you're like well it's another. a lot more comforting to know that maybe um, there's uh, the sun is really raw in the sky sure. and um, you know and he's chasing the moon and there's these you know you come up with these elaborate stories that goes ahead and makes things um it, ma- it makes sense. You make sense of it. Yeah. yeah it. You make sense you know? of it. I mean, I feel sorry for like the super smart people back in that time period, right? Because those type of people... Well, they were probably the ones that were making sense of it. Either they were making sense <laughs> like, of it, I or mean, they were like, yeah. man, yeah. all this is bullshit. You know, uh, we're really uh, here for no reason. I don't know why I'm here. You know, I can imagine being maybe, sucked down the rabbit hole of maybe like... Maybe or maybe not. Because really That's intelligent true. people are religious and spiritual. That is true. You know. That is true. Like Pence yeah. is very... I'm going to argue that a lot of those people pretend because some they're Some of them really are religious. Some are. People really are religious, Dave. I'm with... Okay, but it's also been shown... <laughs> I mean, and not sorry if anyone's religious here, but whatever. Um... The more educated someone is, atheist, so. <laughs> the more religious someone is, or sorry, the more educated someone is, the less the religiosity, at least in the state. Mm-hmm. So I I do feel like there is a large swath of Congress that just, it's strictly just for I mean, oh, I, was, sure. not, I can't look at that. A lot of these people are too smart to believe some, a lot of the stuff. Like Barack saying. Obama, for instance. For me, I, I like know. I have serious doubts about him being a He's super not religious. religious man. No, right. But, but it was that time like, period where they needed to show him going to the church. They needed to show him, like, you know, being in touch with the higher power of God and stuff. And it's like, I'm like, Because people won't vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, people Obama. would vote. Literally, Obama. atheist is, like, the least trusted... Yeah, right. it's wild, it's right? Scary, right? I'm definitely yeah. right above Muslim right now. Oh, it's above Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. I hear y'all, but Moments. I still need y'all to understand that there are really intelligent, successful people who oh, yeah. really are religious. Absolutely. Like, my parents. My our, dad. My parents. I was okay, just going to say, literally, my parents. Okay. But it's a generational thing, and I think. No, it's we were at a Peachtree Corners parade last weekend. And they brought out several of the private schools in the area. Mm. Very affluent families with the parents and the small kids that are being taught in Christian-based curricula. It's so complicated. There's like this dual layer going on here. There's um, being religious for like cultural sake, right? For like, because that was a generational thing, right? Right. Like it's like, and then there's being truly religious, religious, like you believe. So, like my brother, for example, he sends Jenna to this Sunday school. Okay, your brother. Your brother's a phony. He started going to religion, (laughs) but most of society by that's the same. Like a lot of people suddenly find religion when they have kids because they believe in this that religion gives them this inherent goodness Mm. and foundation. And that's what my brother did. He I hear you, but there are people who really do believe in that. Like these sure. people who that are true. lobbying for the cause and yeah. all that, they really do believe. Like I'll a lot of people voted for Trump oh, just because they dad. thought it was more in alignment with their views on abortion. 
and so, religion. Yeah. Like they feel that strongly about yeah. it that they were willing to overlook how Trump and they're treated not women. Stupid, you know, I yeah. mean, like they're not like literally like you know, yeah, they're no, a lot they're of intelligent. Uh, like really, really yeah. dumb. I give them that. I mean, yes. all right, we're officially. I think we're on closing time. Now. No, y'all are gonna stay all night. <laughs> no, they got yeah. another hour. But um, no, yeah, like, and if you need to go, I mean, that yeah, is perfectly fine. Uh, okay. yeah. I'm probably we're, heading like, out five ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. that's fine. We'll probably be another uh, fifteen minutes. Do y'all got any conspiracy theories you want to go ahead and toss um, out? I did. You have, yeah, I'll let you go because you ha- you did like see more homework than I did. No, I didn't. It was uh, very easy. Okay. So I just <laughs> wanted to throw this out there because um, I'd never heard of it. And it was on ABC News. Mm-hmm. I did kind of try to check the source and all that. But apparently, the skull of Adolf Hitler does not match the genes. Of uh, Adolf Hitler. Uh, so dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I've heard he's in Brazil. Tell him what it does match. What a the, female. Hmm. Yeah, oh. there's so no they buried scientific... a female as Adolf Hitler. Then well, what happened to Adolf Hitler? That That's they... something to me that wouldn't be that far-fetched. Yeah, because it could be the wife. As far as that's he got away and he's in Brazil, I've heard that. I'm not <laughs> he's saying. He's in Brazil. Oh, I've heard that. And yeah, that's, heard by the way, that's yeah. a lot of. If you might notice, well, because the Russian say, government sorry, go does not. No, that's fine. The Russian government, I feel like they do not have his remains. You don't think they have them? That's what I. That's the big. According to the DNA, but then the Russian government was saying, "Oh, they never asked for our the sample." But then the article says. Um, and then I like read more on the e- ABC article, and apparently they got it all proved and yeah. had it like a year in advance. Got this sample. And Maybe tested. they have it in a deep, deep bunker. You know, they're trying to throw off the scent. Maybe he Russians got away. Still got it. Well, they I eventually, know. you know, they burned the remains and scattered them. Yeah. The ashes, okay. but then they kept his head. The rush. They the reason they did the test. They wanted. They were tired of people saying that Adolf Hitler got away. Okay. So they did the DNA test, and it actually like further increased the conspiracy. Yeah, the, the plot thickens. Yeah, yeah. that Man. one's not that. Just I know a lot of like Nazis moved to South America. Yeah, like yeah. even and I'm not, not all Nazis, but even tell you, you see a lot of Brazilians with like German surnames mm-hmm. and Argentines with German surnames. Who uh. is I talking about? Giselle like Bunchen. That's a German name, Bunchen. Mm. So and uh, he had a lot of lookalikes. Uh, like, didn't he do that for real back then? He had a lot of lookalikes. Um, I mean, that was a. I mean, that's a classic tactic if you're like you know a dictator trying to go ahead. Yeah, and, uh, like he was keep, that big. Yeah, keep ahead of uh, your enemies. You know, get a, get yeah. a few doubles. He had a around. lot of lookalikes, and he could have easily paid like a, somebody or. I don't know, man. It's like it's like if Tupac and Biggie's still alive. Okay. Whatever. I mean, no. like what is it I mean, they they're not coming out and saying anything. They're not saying anything, so, so. what is it you know? Although I do think the LAPD is covering things up. Oh definitely. Definitely. Yeah. They definitely know more about know what more happened about than anything. Else. Yes, and but yeah. I so that's your own conspiracy theory. Uh, <laughs> I guess <laughs> they know. I would say I think they're but covering things up. I don't dead. know what. Oh, I I think he's dead. dead. Yes, yeah. I just think that we're not being told the the whole truth or even or being lied to. Somebody. There's people who I believe think. Michael Jackson's still alive too, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have a family member who was uh, pretty into Michael Jackson conspiracies, and um, they were like, "Yeah, Michael Jackson um, faked his death." And he was actually, you know, trying to go ahead and get out of his, you know, celebrity life because 
Sony was had a hit on him because he owned the rights to like the Beatles catalog. So he faked his death and then disappeared somewhere to another country. But like he's still families. in love with his fans, and like he so he puts out like subliminal hints like here. No, and but so his yeah, family no. now it still owns the Beatles yeah. back catalog. So they actually found out that Bob Marley did that for the record. Like he no. Had, I believe that was proven to be a true conspiracy that he what, had, he faked his death. He faked a death, um, and just had his friends. Like, it was pretty a pretty obvious yeah. thing, but then he, cause it was like a bodyless thing. It was like close ceremony, nobody saw it. Yeah, all this stuff. They eventually did dig up, and nothing was there. And they did eventually find. I believe it, they they found Bob Marley, and he had taken a limited amount of his money and moved it out, and it just living a life because he. Bob, no, that's uh, that's real. Like they buried him, and then they, they dug they it up, buried, and there's nothing in the coffin. They buried a non-coffin. <laughs> they just buried a coffin. Yeah, yeah, they wow. buried. Oh, so, so wait, so the family knew. Yeah, everybody knew. Process. So he like, didn't really die I, of cancer. I don't know. I think he's. I think. See, one with that. I've never someone heard would have said something. Just a second. Just I need to find. Something. Yeah, we need to check our sources. That, that wasn't oh, snap, mine. Son. That was, uh, <laughs> okay, this claim. I didn't know that. That's died. pretty bold. That was something that he got I got away with it. So. Okay. I yeah, this says he died at the okay. age of thirty-six. Uh, I have the 9-11 was an inside joke. Oh, oh, yeah. is, that con- is that a conspiracy, though, Kwaku? I is think that it's a, conspiracy? a big load of nonsense, frankly. <laughs> Build the seven, bro. Um, Explain it. It just... <laughs> and again, I used, I used to actually be one of those people. Yeah. This was like when I was like 19, and I watched... Yeah. Was it Zeitgeist? Some yeah, I yeah, Zeitgeist. I watched that yeah, movie. Watched that yeah, movie. yeah, that that, that would make I, you believe, man. I was man. blown. I was like nineteen. Well, Whoa. you're young. You listen. You watch that yeah, documentary, yeah. Peter Joseph documentary. You be like, oh snap, man. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what a load. I mean, to have pulled off something that big, the coordination you would have needed. It had. It would have been like five thousand people would have had to have been on it. And I mean, look at all the leaks that we have today. Bill Clinton can't hook up with an intern without everyone finding out. Like, not one person got a conscience and said something to their wife or How to their husband. How did Building 7 fall? Building 7? Yeah. A plane crash into it. You didn't see I didn't it? see any plane crash into Building 7. Wait, which one? The shorter, the smaller one, where suddenly, where you, if you look at it real closely, you see these little pockets of, like, stuff explode out windows in a sequence fashion. But what happened? How did Building 7 fall? How I don't know. Go to one and two, obviously. The uh, planes hit it and they okay. collapsed. Okay. How did it fall? It's I have no idea. Boom. And they also got like the dem- demolition people. They got the demolition people and they pointed out that as it exploded, it exploded up from the bottom yeah. instead of down, down and that George Bush stopped the investigation on this. Which mm. that, I, that part actually fact-checked. Like he stopped the whole big investigation and they were like, well, it's because he knew about it and he was covering up the fact that there were explosives down. In the they said basement. a commercial uh, uh, jetliner hit the Pentagon, right? Uh-huh. But you look, you look at the damage that was done. There's no, there's like, there, there was no plane wreckage found, right? And uh, I didn't know no, that, no, no, like a wing pattern hitting the building. It looked like a missile hit it. And the, I don't and the, pig- and the Pentagon confiscated all videotapes, all everything, gas stations, restaurants. They confiscated all videos within the radius of the Pentagon 
that uh, look how big that operation that operation is. They did that. That's such a bit. So not one person said something to someone. They just don't believe them. All those thousands of people. (laughs) Not one person had some shred. I was like, there's (laughs) no way. Like some. our government messes up so much. What this is it called? Like, Operation Norwood? Is that the one where they, um, weren't they, wasn't at some point there was, like, um, government plans to radio control, like, a plane or something and, like, um, crash it into something? Now, what was that? we, I did in my research find one where we were planning on similar things in yeah. Cuba. Yeah. Because we wanted to make Cuba exactly. an enemy. We wanted to wage war against Cuba. However, okay. it was nothing on that scale. It was like a shipwreck. It, it was like minor. <laughs> sure. I forget a lot what it. More, a lot yeah, more it was like a like a small ship attack, a little bomb. You know, it was little things. Sure. Yeah. I think nine eleven. Why did you hear that, by the way? The thing I, about Cuba. Um, uh, I think it was called Operation is, Norwood or something. So it's a lot smaller, but yeah. we heard yeah. about the, that's yeah. What there I'm was saying. plans. Like, there was like de- declassified information saying that we, there was a plan to go ahead and they didn't um, do blow, it. Yeah, like but there was a, a plane. They or something. did consider it. Yeah, and as um, an in order to make a false flag and uh, and we found out about it. Yeah, it was that's like declassified. Saying, so we, we found out about that, but no, I don't. I mean, well, nine eleven okay. is too soon. Right, we're not well, going to. The thing is, I'm okay with just saying I don't know, yeah. and I feel yeah. like that's it. like how to building seven four. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I don't need to make something up but just I, to is true. feel better about my. Like I don't know. I, I have no idea. If, yeah. I think but if I'm not we wanted to go to war with like Afghanistan or wherever the hell we went after that, well, I don't. Chain, right? th- so I don't what? think. Do to to yeah, I don't think we would have needed to do something on that. Statue. Halliburton, in order to get contracts overseas to go ahead and line the pockets of big sure, government but contracts. I believe that they jumped on that opportunity to make money. I'm not sure, necessarily sure that they created that. So mm. I'm reading Operation Norwood, and it really does sound like that. We were planning to crash things into some of our cities, blow up some of our ships. In the goal of making the the desired result from the execution of this plan would be place the United States in the apparent position of suffering defensible grievances and give us the right to invade Cuba. Checkmate. Not really. Much smaller uh, scale, but it would give us and as a result of those planes crashing in, we did get the right to invade a country yeah. that was our enemy. I have another example All right, that kind of goes along with those lines. Okay. Apparently, did y'all know the the excuse Lyndon Johnson used to go to the Vietnam War? So apparently, there was one battle yeah. where four sail four Vietnamese sailors died. A ship battle, Navy mm-hmm. battleships. Okay, that happened. Much later, there was a second battle where, not even a battle, we fired, we were firing on some ships. Turned out they were false alarms. There was nothing there. So there really was nothing on the second battle. But when that second battle happened, which wasn't a battle, Lyndon B. Johnson, that very moment, used that day to wage war against Vietnam. Yeah, it's a Gulf of Tonkin incident, incident, right? Yeah, Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah. yeah. What Jesse, is it? You know, Jesse Ventura, he always Tonkin. talks about that. Oh, yeah. okay. That's what the incident Yeah. That's a, that's a good and, one, too. And on the Bush so thing. So that's kind of going along those lines. The other thing. Of and this using is, an, ex, you know. From Al Franklin's book, like mm-hmm. back before, back when he was a comedian and political commentator instead of actually running, mm-hmm. um, he actually pointed out the whole 9-11 thing 
before 9-11 had happened, he was talking about the invasion. Oh, and so it up. gave him a sudden... The momentum. Ex- right. They're, like, no one had even the pointed it. And he of, actually named the wrong country. Um, um, that's what I was wondering. Are you talking about Iraq? Or are you talking about Afghanistan? Uh, so he was supposed to be, not be talking about... Iraq, yeah. but ended up accidentally mentioning Iraq, and it. I, I listened to the audio tape on it, and it actually played George Bush saying the wrong country, and then correcting himself, oh, da, da, da. and Al Franklin was making this whole joke, he called it the little black dress, because anytime he wanted to bring something up, he would bring up 9-11, yeah. and that well, was what we got did. We used that for everything, I mean, Bush, we really the did. The Bush family made a lot of money out of it, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you were able to guess nine eleven, and that, that, that's that's nuts. How like you know you you immediately so get Al credibility. Was able to guess nine eleven. So that, Al Franklin was retroactively playing the tape. This is this this tape this this audiobook was put out in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because at the end of the audiobook, Al Franklin actually announced that he was going to start running yeah. and try to do something rather than just comment on it and all that. So he played this tape where George Bush before nine eleven was talking about his enemies and accidentally named Iraq and then retracted it before 9-11 happened. And then 9-11 happened and he called it George Bush's little black dress. What if? And we've got a lot of things. I mean, if you look and you watch Zeitgeist, mm-hmm. you do watch, the, it really does look that, like if a plane hits, like you would expect it to collapse downwards. Yeah. It's definitely collapsing Collapses, upwards. you see it kind of collapse upwards, of come, yeah. You do see it coming from the bottom, which could mean that enough structural damage occurred. And that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was saying, that, I'm not an expert, like, it, yeah. that's yeah. so I'm not an above. Yeah. But with they the, a picture of the beans. How, how does jet fuel That's a religious thing. Still, yeah. still means. That's a religious thing. I know that his family Gog hated and Magog. I know that's something to do with in the Bible. There's something about that region yeah. having to fall before Jesus comes back. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I went to a lot of Bible study when I was little. There's um yeah there's <laughs> conspiracy yeah, out exactly. there about the sinking of the uh, Lith- Lithuania and uh, what is that World War One right where that was um, we actually blew up our own boat in order to get involved in World War One mm-hmm. I mean, because good. we wanted to go ahead and so there is a pattern I mean, here there's a lot of patterns yeah. the Boston but this Massacre is the largest scale I would the United sure. States mm-hmm. they sent out people taunted and threw rocks until there was a firing and five people ended up hit um, and taken out and they called it the Boston Massacre and made it sound like this huge fight and that the British were trying to take over. Mm. So this whole idea, because back then, most of us were first and second generation British. We would literally be fighting our cousins yeah. if we started this war. So they needed to propagate this like, oh, poor us. Mm-hmm. It's us against them. It's us against it's them. them. And yeah. That's the pattern that history is showing. So. However, yeah, I think an attack on our land was... Is, I, I don't want to say imminent. Yeah, that sounds better. I don't want to say that. I was going to say long due, but I don't want to. <laughs> oh, snaps, I don't want to sound anti-American, due. but I mean, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. People that will fundamentally change the United States because we're one of the few. Um, you know, I mean, I think yeah, maybe the only uh, Western first world nation that 
hasn't really had a war or like an engagement on our soil. Right. We've actually uh, seen US, our countrymen die like on that. Australia, New Zealand. There we go. So, and I think those all are distinguished in that we're kind of far isolated. away from exactly. the people who yeah. like to make wars. It'd be kind yeah. of tough for most to get over. And all right, two we oceans. A, we, you know, the Canadians, the Mexicans, they're not really building up this army where they're going to try to do that. Sure. So it'd have to come off. And that's really hard. Super like, duper hard. Don't want to start a war. US is yeah. so far and away more dominant than not pretty much everyone around the world, but especially our neighbors. Like, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's just. What are you going to do? Yeah, you come to Canada? Yeah. yeah like, get us? No, man. It ain't <laughs> happening. It's not happening. He wanted to come hard. through Brazil. That was his plan. That was Hitler's plan. Sell to the yeah. tip of South America at the bottom and come all the way out and invade the. Which wow. is like the dumbest fucking. Wow, He's like, you're right. going to go through the Amazon? That's why he was Andes. really hot. Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when he was really doped up. He was, yeah. he was like, yeah, we can go through. Well, I'm going to South America. If you play Risk, that does kind of work. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there'll be like uh, something would. I mean, the United States would have to be in so much trouble. Politically, you know, economically, things will have to be like so far in the downward sloping scale of like the decline of our nation before that, for people even get close to like, you know, uh, attacking us on, I think, on some. some Unless nuclear bomb. That's about it. That's about it. Like um, a one shot. That doesn't take a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A dirty nuclear bomb, you know, um, maybe snuck in somehow. And even that's, I mean, Super, super hard. Like, biological. A biological attack. Yeah, that would be. Man. I think that might be even worse than nuclear. Well, obviously, it depends on the size, but just the what that would do to you mentally to see, I don't know, the result of people not being able to breathe or yeah. that will, That's like a whole. It's like yeah. a double. It's like double terrorism. Yeah, almost, really. You know? Yeah, uh, I don't know that that's like worse than a nuclear bomb because <laughs> the nuclear bomb. Yes, there's a five mile radius. Where you're like instantly evaporated. Sure. But But then nuclear fallout for the next 50 miles beyond that Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. I mean, I saw, I've been to Hiroshima. I've seen the end results and watched the stories of all these people where their body could no longer absorb nutrients. And they Mm. died over the course of the week because their body literally refused all nutrients that were put into it. And I'm sure now they can make them more widespread too. But now nuclear bombs are ten times more powerful. That's what I was about to say. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, It's it's amazing how powerful they are now. It's, it's, It's insane. I mean, you know, I mean, a, a biological attack would be very... It have to be so convert, covert, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I have a well, hard time what, imagining a nation being like, yeah, we sent... Yeah, exactly. So the, but it's not going to be a nation. They've shops. already done right. it. Right, that's what they're kind of... We had the... What's it called? The the porn magazines that were sent out. The anthrax. The anthrax yeah. virus. But I'm yeah. saying, like... And they do say that, like... Well, I guess when I studied political science, the more the bigger concern would be more covert actions. Yeah. Like, for example, Russia completely influencing yeah. exactly. our media. Why would you go above I, ground with that? You know, why would you say we didn't? Right. I mean, well, if you yeah. can just in- interject that into um, a given yeah. society and just let or, it run, or like uh, cut yeah. off power, like a hi- yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. a um, hijack. Uh, I mean, it, if if Snowden's to be fully believed on all this stuff, and again all of his NSA stuff proven, we've actually installed in many smaller countries trip wires that we could actually turn Back off up. all their power yeah. in one swoop. Nuts. 
So if Nuts. we've done it to other countries, yeah, they're preparing somebody's... for uh, Russia with us. I think Russia on like the <laughs> on this level is they've been like way ahead of the yeah, U.S. on that. I think the that. U.S. is so reactionary yeah. as far as. Right. Like computers and tech, yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of scary actually how far behind. I mean, I think our political, I mean, our our political system is so fragile here in the United States. I think the more and more I think about it, you know, Russia engaging us on that on that level, um, you know, with, with that type of propaganda, our country, our, our major test of our political system has, you know, was the Civil War. And uh, but after that, right. we haven't had any like really strong, I think, um, like disruption to our no. political environment. We've been very fortunate, and uh, we've been super fortunate. And I think it's kind of been it's made us a bit soft in that area. <laughs> and, and Russia's really, I think, exploiting that on a, on a whole another level. That's the only way, man. That's the only way is that a country disrupts us internally. To yeah, the point that's... where we just cannot function as a nation anymore. When we eat right. each other, yeah, up. we just eat each other alive. Hey, it's uh, working so far. Yeah, we are Dude, getting more yeah. and more polarized. It's, it's, it's insane. You got more than this is. I mean, are we more polarized about? now than any time other Ever. than like the the very beginning? Obviously, I yeah. think we are. So we talked about it two weeks ago, like yeah. our social media. You've got this because huge... it's making us that way. Yeah. Like, the media and everything is pushing really is. us further. Well, the media is reinforcing us and then moving us slightly yeah. further. Yeah. Like, we're talking about the disappearance of the middle class. How about the people, like, I can Moderates. see myself a, a true moderate where I try to sit as middle ground as I can. Mm-hmm. And we're disappearing <coughs> faster than the middle class. Oh, yeah. Did, Moderates know? just get ripped apart from both sides. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I make any out argument that goes counter to the people I'm with on any side, it's just kind of like, yeah. you're yeah. not supposed to say that. What's wrong in with the you? same way, I, so, I get it from yeah. both sides. It's strange to see how this goes. I get no sense that it's like slowing down either. I don't get any sense that we're coming to terms with it. It's like, it's just getting, the gulf seems to be getting like bigger. And I have to blame I... Trump for that as well. I yeah. think him as a, he's so good at just dividing even more. So everything he steps into, like for instance, the NFL, perfect example. Yeah. You know, it was a couple of players, and it was really dying down to a point where it was like five or six players a week out of three thousand mm-hmm. in the NFL. And then Trump gets involved, and it's just like grabs the mic, everything. Yeah. So yeah. there's also I've heard, you know, how he's kind of Russia's useful idiot. Mm-hmm. He's in debt to a lot of Russians, supposedly. He made lots of trips. So he has a lot of business interests over there. They could have been grooming him for a long time for something like this. Now, it worked out better than they could have ever imagined. <laughs> but I, I can, I can buy that. You know, yeah. he's kind we'll, of their weapon we'll too. We'll find out for certain if he releases Putin's money. And yeah. I, I, right? I yeah. hear yeah. you. However, I do still believe. I still am optimistic. I do believe at least we have a common American thread for the most part mm. of decency. Yeah, I think this will be um. A lesson for future generations, you know, and maybe we'll get the right message, and you know, we'll we'll be able to go ahead and uh, move forward. Without, or maybe we'll get the wrong message. Yeah. What I, I mean, heard today was interesting. I was listening to a podcast from uh, Jordan B. Peterson, and um, he's like a Canadian professor. It's pretty interesting. I like guy. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, he's really good. He does a little, yeah. a lot of uh, good Bible um, interpretations about morality and ethics and stuff. Like yeah, that. check him out. By the way, yeah, I, check I him out. It's really, really he's good. a moderate. He's a true, true moderate. moderate. True moderate. Like, oh, nice. yeah, he's. Very sharp. Yeah. He got big on YouTube videos. Like yeah. he's okay. He's known as the pronoun guy, because in, in Canada, there's essentially a law where they're gonna make it illegal for you to refer to someone by the wrong pronoun. 
and he's against it. So the students started recording his lectures online, mm-hmm. and then he just like over the last yeah. two years has just like blown up. He used this to be a Harvard like, professor. And, yeah, uh, he moved I'm subscribed to him. Yeah, check it out. It's yeah, amazing. Check his YouTube but he says something too. really interesting Great. recently. World War II was remembered not because six million Jews got murdered necessarily, not you know, slavery and stuff is remembered not because um, you know, you know, uh, generations and generations of African Americans, United States, were you know put under the the social uh, thumb of somebody, but they're remembered because it shows us what. We as humans are really capable of, right? That's the reason why it's reinforced in our history and our books. It's not just a a fact. It's not just a sticky note to, you know, say, hey, now you're informed about this. Most of history, the stuff we put in books is, is a demonstration of what's really important about the capacity of humanity and good or bad. And hopefully in future, you know, when we look back on this, we realize, like, we do... We still have the capacity today, even with all the knowledge we have, and even with all the history of World War II tyrants and stuff, we still have the capacity to unravel and go into extremes and um, destroy our society from within if we're not careful. The line so. between good and evil lies in the heart of every man. He, had, he was talking about that. He's like, he studied uh, the Soviet Union a lot and gulags, and that was what kind of led him to again this whole like human beings are capable of amazing stuff but yeah. he's like every single one of us inside Absolutely. has some dark dark stuff that we'll okay. do if the circumstances I, are right I talked about it before the the experiment where they had an actor playing and they gave somebody a electric shock thing or told yeah. to shock the person mm-hmm. and if it got to a certain level and they were acting like extreme pain someone would just come in and like encourage them to keep going if they really needed to level mm-hmm. up and stuff and they would put it to lethal levels and then they believed well they're bad actors so they actually hooked up dog and they same gave thing. people the same thing and people actually lethally mm-hmm. injected wow. just by encouraging these people and giving them positive reinforcement. Who was that study? Because they can't this do that on the Yeah, I was trying to remember watching this that, in college. That's so long ago. This white. is actually from Freakonomics. They, okay. So this is yeah. a study that occurred in the 1950s. It's not so long yeah. ago. It's old school America for you right there. So, uh, and they, they were like, well, <laughs> this is nonsense. You, they know that the people are acting. Let's yeah. try it on these dogs and stuff. And so they gave people and said, you know, every time this person answers, you're going to have to shock this dog and we want to see you oh, know, all God. that. And they said, we need you to increase the electricity. And over 60% of people <clears throat> were willing to increase the electricity to the point where it was lethal. Yeah, group think is um, it's intense, man. It's hard to get out of it. Yeah, so ahead, it's man. about time. Uh, thank you, guys. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank awesome. you. Check out his Jordan Peterson's two podcasts with Sam Harris. Sam Harris, yeah, I love Sam Harris. There you have it, folks. Another conversation down. And I don't know how many more to go. Maybe forever. I don't know. I don't know. Could I do this forever? Probably. I mean, I love some podcasts. And as you um, hear from our conversations, I also love talking a lot, too. (laughs) But I thank you guys for going ahead and tuning in. And um, all I need from you guys, if you enjoy hearing these conversations, is just for you to go ahead and subscribe. Uh, If you're using Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube... Uh, any one of those platforms, please go ahead, subscribe, 
it's free. It takes literally like a half a second. Go ahead and tap that button and uh, come back. Tune into our next set of conversations. Um, we are slowly going ahead and getting a little bit more polished with this. I kind of have a MacGyver setup here, but I've invested in some good equipment. So you can go ahead and expect the quality to continue to improve over time. Thank you for going ahead and tuning into this conversation. And we'll see you next time on the Exchanges Podcast in conjunction with the Current Issues Discussion Meetup Group. Holla!